jungle, the strong stand in the No weak foes and crumble, it's a land of trouble. Brooklyn, home of the greatest rappers. Big comes first and the cream comes after. Now put your lighters up, let's die. Put your lighters up, near the eye. Put your lighters up, easy. Time to come in, come in. Watch on one. Y'all see the mood that I'm in already? Watch on Big up to the gangsters, the gangsters. Poppy screaming out of they mouth. Bombshell, just a second, mommy wanna speak out. What I need in my life, make the body freak out. Baby seem like the type, Mary. Karen, I'll pay me no mind, come and say, we got the gangster. Them. We don't know nothing about no gangster. 
You're going to know today. Girl. Yes, you hating me now. She speaks soft-spoken till she dating the clown. I'll just, I'm I'll just observe your gangster. Okay. The dangerous side, brick house, Salion. Think you taming me right? Not this baby that I feel she stay raising a ride. Keep it pretty, go get make it gritty. Be a lady, need boots, pocket books, and a baby. But 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 to keep it calm and cool. When I'm heated, I suggest you move. Just avoid a bad situation, but you got the proof. Leave a beat, chicken squawking, hating frequently. Manning man is obsessed and stalking me. It be icy enough, I'm pricing the stuff. Be nicey enough to let them spin. I'm calling your bluff, putting it down. Rough riders putting they work. Snatched up the illest vicious pit. We have to represent for everybody and all. Hating steady dishing of dirt, changing the game, setting the rules, making it work. Taking all of this hair, all of this fame, I'm hungry, hope you catch us prepared. Set me up and I'ma take it and run. You think it's a game? Just check out how my format is done. Stop and get shine, and I do it to perfection. Made a promise every time I touch the mic to bless them. Used to tease me, now I keep it greasy just to test them. Eve handcuffed, but I don't arrest them. Shorty bang, hit it, saying, shouting my name. Make the thuggish scream, watching me entertain. Brick when I lick the lips, just keeping it plain. Fantasizing about this guy. Going insane, ooze and eyes, five, seven, thick in the thighs. Every thug's dream wife, see the love in they eyes. My time to shine, whole package, make a redime. Want some more? It ain't over, just keep pressing. Well, we are live on our page, Let's Connect. L E T S K O N N E T T. song for the gangsters this is the last one for the gangsters you know i have some girls out there them under the choir them love the gangster but i'm here to represent the around me with the 
top down, feeling the sounds quite. You know you love them bad boys. Riding harder than guys with the chrome wheels at the bottom, white leather inside. When them lanes be spitting at you, tell them don't even try to shoot it with shell and kick it with Kelly. You holler to be you. They gotta be G's, you way out of your league. We like them boys that be in them like leaning, leaning. Open them out, they grill gleaming. Candy paint, keep that whip cleaning. I don't need a grill. We talking that country slang. We like beat that beat in the back beat. I see so low from the chief man. I love how he came up by this green man. Boy, that's good to me with street credibility. If your status ain't hood, I don't want that. Go and you better be straight. We like them boys up top from the BK. Know how to put that money three ways. Big up to Brooklyn, Bronx, and Queens. Three ways. With that East Coast slang, that is country girls. We like low cut teasers with the deep ways. Don't to snatch up your Beyonce. Always coming down, popping our way. Telling us. The country girls, the kind of girls they like. I ain't checking for them. Better be street if you're looking at me. I need a soldier, then it's here to stand up for me. None to carry big things if you know what I mean. If it's that to say hood, I ain't checking for them. Better be street if you're looking at me. I need a soldier, then it's here to stand up for me. I gotta play it again. I gotta play it again. Them want one, me need one. Where's a Carol? Do you want a soldier? Girl, <laughs> you want a soldier? <laughs> Pressure on my game first. I forget that my mother be watching the show and I tell you, but exactly. they, know, they know how crazy they know mama. how listen, they know how crazy I am anyway. <laughs> All she doing is shaking her head. She's just like we like them boys up top from the BK. Know how to put that money three ways. Always riding big on the freeway. Country girls, we like low cut teasers with the deep ways. So quick to snatch up your Beyonce. Always coming down, popping our way. Telling us that country girls are kind of girls they like. I say, Michelle, always the first one that come on, you know. That's like you said, present, girl. present teacher. And he's here to stand up for me. 
So mommy join my troops. Last time she hear my name, she so I know some soldiers. Oh, that's my weakness right there. Bad boys. Bad boys. Yes, yes, yes. I had to just go there. I had to go there. Hold on. You're listening to the Let's Connect show with Carolyn Racy right here on My Turn Radio. So, if you're just joining us, now you know. Carol, Tanya, and Reese, you're tuned in. You are tuned in to My Turn Radio. That's right, right here on the Let's Connect show. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. It is another Monday. And if you know us, we love you. We thank you for coming back every Monday. And just spending time with us, chatting with us, sharing with us, laughing with us, crying with us. Um, But if this is your first time here, welcome. You won't be disappointed. We're glad that you're here. Let me tell you, um, right now, I am not feeling, you would not believe it, but I'm not feeling well today. And I I actually in my cup today is tea. (laughs) 
Well, no one is in my cup all the time. I just don't feel it like I feel like I'm going to... But anyway... Oh, no. um, you eat something bad or you just... You didn't no, sleep no, enough? I don't know. know. I just, it just came on suddenly t- today. So... Hopefully you know, it's not something you ate. No. Because no. that would not be good. No. So if I'm not... If I'm quiet today, people, y'all know what happened i'm not really with it today but as usual i have to come on and show my face and do my thing yeah you know so and i love the topic today so i can't miss it we're glad that you came on hopefully you can do a little bit more than show your face you know we love it when you're here and you can participate but sip on your stuff my dear so i had to play the gangster movie to get the gangster thing just to get you going right your motor going all right actually that's my wow thing today so you know i was playing that okay Mm, so i don't know so how was how's your day it's labor day um my day is very quiet so far today and really we're preparing for back to school fun oh we went back to school last week yeah Last week, and they have two days off already. They what? They just got back into school, and now the get the kids have. Oh yeah, because it's Labor Day. No, Labor Day and tomorrow. Yeah, so that's why they're off already. You know, instead the schools here waited till after Labor Day. I don't know, girl. That's why. See, that's how they they then the kids there must have gotten out of school. We get out early. Yeah, that's why. Early June. Yeah, we didn't get out to like almost July, I'm telling you. So you stay later, and that's it. That's why. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's okay, but I'm telling you, the kids, I'm sorry. um, I know I can only speak for for mine, does not want to go back to school at all. Like, very bad. Mine, we don't have a choice here in Florida. There's no online school, so they have to take the bus to school. The only thing is the mask issue that's going on. Other than that, everybody's in school, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's the same thing here, though. You Everybody's in school. School is back in session. Unless you're going to take your child out of school and do register them in an online program. That's mm-hmm. the only other option, you know, that you can do. And that's just like a general thing. But I like school. In school. Hmm? I like when they're in school. Well, I'm it's it's I'm half and half, to be honest with you, because between me and you <laughs> and all of our listeners, <laughs> you know, I also like when they're in school mm-hmm. because we finally get a moment to breathe. You know, we can finally go, oh man, yes. let me sit down for a second. Kudos to the teachers out there. Kudos, <gasps> kudos. Oh my goodness, yes. it's rough. And then, as you know, they've been inside these walls with us for what, like a year and a half already? Like every uh, single day. Mm-hmm. What? Time for them to go. It's time for them to get out of the house. Yes, they need fresh air. <laughs> Wherever that air is, just Wherever that air. Get out. Get out with the mask and get some air. Put the mask on and get out. Yeah. And then we pray. 
Okay, because that's what I'm, let, let me tell you something. I am praying hard because as we know, you know, we, our show the week before last, we talked about, I think we talked about the mask mandates. Yes. So we all know the, the concerns and everything that parents and even the kids have yeah. in going back to school. So there, there are concerns and especially they don't have a vaccine for kids who are under 12. So if you have children who are under, is 12, under 12 or is it under 15? Under 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 12 and up can um there's a vaccine available. Under 12, they didn't have any last time I checked. Okay. But um I just got vaccinated. Yeah. Last week. But look at you, girl. Yeah. Look at you. Don't try to say now that this is what did you get vaccinated today? No, last week. Oh, okay. I was going to say, no, are you trying no. to say this is why you're sick now? No. <laughs> See, the listeners might not know that no. based on the way you said it. No, I got vaccinated last Wednesday. And the only um, side effect oh. I had was not even that's the, the, the sore in the arm and a headache. That was that's it. What I had to. That's like the normal thing. If you go, if you get a, any type of vaccine, as long as they prick you in the arm, I didn't even know when it pricked me. And I was like, oh, is it going to hurt? Is it going to hurt? I don't, I don't like needles in general. I mean, I like it. But at the t- by the time she was first, like, that was it. Like, okay, I can't do this. I can't. I'm manned up. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was mad. So, yes. So, we'll see. We'll see. Hi, mommy. Mommy is on Facebook Live. Hey, mama. How you doing? Hi, mommy. Oh, I just love her. She always joins us. She's amazing. Let me tell you, when I tell about support as a parent, regardless if you're doing foolishness or not, she ride with you with the foolishness. She's going to tell you, she's going to tell you, you know, it's foolishness you're doing out there. (laughs) Foolishness. But she's the number one supporter. Yes. I love my mommy. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. So um, that's awesome. Yes. So that's where we at today, honey. Nothing just easy going today, just relaxing. I'm like, ugh, it is what it is. Fella say you sleep a couple of times. What's new? Nothing's new with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought you had some, I texted you and you were like, oh, I have this party. I'm going to a party. I can't Saturday. talk to you. That girl, I got the hair did and girl. You were like, listen, I got to go. I can't, I can't talk to you right now. God, I got things I was to like, do. Oh, okay. And if That's my, girl is, my girl is listening or watching, Janet, oh my God, I love her. She is like the bomb dog. You know, he said she the bomb.com. She the bomb.com. Okay. She, she, it was her 60th birthday and homegirl looked like she 30. Oh, she does she look fabulous. She is like, oh, she is. That's my girl. That's what I want for myself. When I get to that age, I yeah. want to look like that. Everywhere, my, my daughter, because my daughter, when she was down there, was partying. She's like, Mommy, I saw your friend again. I'm like, you know that she be rocking with the young, you think I'm rocking with young people? Honey, she in the midst. <laughs> but that, but what, I that's guess that's how you stay young. Yes, yes. So big up to Janet. Happy birthday again. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Loving it. Okay? Yeah. That's what I want to look like when I get to be that age. But it's so sad. You know, it's so funny. Now I find myself looking at commercials about, <laughs> oh, 
if you're getting older and the belly fat and you can't lose your belly fat and you can't lose all of this, it's like after you get to like age 40, it's like, oh my goodness. It's so hard. 50, 50 is like, Jesus, it's yeah. like you just start break down, pop up, whatever, pop up, stay, what, everything that's happened at 50, like it's telling you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not liking 50 at all. I'm telling Listen, you. I did 50 squats. Okay. You did 50 squats? I do 50. We just started doing this thing. 50 squats a day. Let me tell you how my body feels. Okay, picture this. Who are you doing that with? That with? You're not doing it by yourself. Girl, you know, I wouldn't do, you would go to 10. It's a That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you're doing 50 squats by yourself? But you don't want to hear the joke. Okay, hear the joke. Do you know of, you know, when, uh, picture a clock the inside of the clock with all the movements and you know all those intertwining things yeah and it want oil and it now move you see after the first 50 that i did that's how it looked when you see that clock barely making it because it needs some oil it's <laughs> hardly what trust me when did you start when did you start last week Okay, so like you started last week, but did you do it like maybe one time? Last week, today was maybe like the second time? No, every day. I felt it in my thighs, okay? Oh, yeah. I felt things in my thighs that I didn't even know was there. I was like, what? Of course, because these are muscles that you probably haven't used in like the last hundred years. Used? <laughs> I did not know that they existed. I woke them up, Okay. Oh. Woke up. these muscles were quite fine but you're doing great i'm trying doing, and i have to say that to you because listen i'm not going to be a hypocrite and act like oh da, da, da. i am not doing it i was doing it as you know because i was in the gym like every day and since the pandemic hit and everything i was like listen i'm not going to the gym sorry i'm not going but then when you're home it takes some really great willpower to just me, get up by yourself every day. And that is my problem. That is my problem. Yeah. But then I like, listen, I try everything. I try to walk in. I, try, I don't like the walking. I like dancing. So I, I see myself dancing and whatever. So I'm like, you know what? Let me dance. But wait, That's oh. good. That's it. That's good. But are you dancing like slow stuff where know. you barely get? Uh, I'm uh, dancing some dance hall and some hip hop and all that. Okay. working and shaking the booty and trying to work up a sweat okay good 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 then that's good because you're I, doing cardio when i do that i don't think about it as exercise i'm not thinking that i'm in a club dancing. you see me i swear i'm a dancer you can't tell me i'm not a dancer in another life i was a dancer right so that's me well like good i don't do that but you know thanks for the reminder because I do, I like when I'm in the gym or I'm working out, I need high energy type of music. And I've always been a lover ever since I was from back home. I love house music because, you know, it kind of reminds me of our soca beats and calypso and all that. It's not. So people don't attack me for it. I know the difference. <laughs> I just love house music, you know, yeah. so when I'm dancing and exercising and stuff like that, I like that. Or sometimes I do, you know, like I said, soca, calypso, but it has yeah. to be more upbeat for me right so i can really break a sweat 
That's I'm going to get back into it again. Like now that, you know, we can have a little bit more time to ourselves. No, that's certain people not there. No, that certain people are not around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Now we finally get a little bit more time to say, okay, it's time for Carol. Yes. Yeah. And I'll be ashamed of myself if I don't do something for me. So I'll get back into my little routine again. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, girl. That's all right. Nothing with the work bar this weekend? Mm-mm. Okay, that's all right. Well, you I'm took some time for you and you went to your party. And nothing wrong with that. I spent three hours and I was ready to go. You can tell I'm getting old because I used to be like, oh, t- girl, I was looking at that. Okay. Wait, the music was too loud? No, I know, right? <laughs> it's just, I guess because I've partied so much. I've been partying since I'm 16. Like, come on now. I'm, I'm good if I, you know. Don't go to another club or go to another party. I'm not missing anything. Yeah, you know? that's understandable. I mean, yeah. If, yeah, after you get to a certain age, that's when you know you're old, girl. My mother would be so proud of me because she's like, finally, my daughter. Finally. <laughs> it only took like how many years? No, I want to do other things like travel or go to the museum or something else. Like, this is something I've never been to, like spoken word. I've heard about it. But I want to experience stuff like that. Poetry, that kind of where you do this. Ah, that's right. I want to experience something different. Well, I'm going to plug her again. Remember our guest from last week? The amazing Joanna? Yes. Remember her? So she's going to come back when she republishes her book of poetry. And so you'll have a chance to do the The snippy snap. Snap, snap, snap. Yeah. You'll have your chance right there at home, girl. You won't even have to go to a club for that. Yeah. Isn't that good? Is there something? You different? see how I look out for you? Thank you very much. I got I, you, girl. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> so that's about it. That's simple. That's quiet. Nothing exciting happened this week. As I said, nothing. And then yeah. I'm not good. So it just tops it. You know, nothing exciting for me, but I, I feel bad when I say that because, you know, folks might say, wait, you, you know, yeah, except I am like neck deep, like I said before, in the school stuff and prepping for that. And that really takes up a lot of your time, your focus, your energy. Now I'm, I'm running around. I'm like, wait a minute, because, you know, we do school uniforms here. Okay. So it's not like you can just like wear whatever. Uniform. Yeah, so we do school uniforms, which is fantastic. Makes my life a lot easier. Yes, you don't have because... to be competing with the other kids, and so you know they watch, and you got this, and exactly Saturday have this, and I need you. Oh, exactly. I don't have to worry about running out to get the designer this and the designer that, and all of that stuff. None of and that. And then we we grew up with uniforms too. Yeah, so we're we used to it. Yeah, we used yeah. to. It. So we, we've got, but then you got people like me who still, <laughs> the day before school, I'm like, wait, do you have any clean uniforms? <laughs> wait a minute. Are the uniforms clean? Wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. What does this look like? Is this, is this good enough? Does it have all the lint stuff on them? Is there lint balls? Mm-hmm. True, true. Do we need to go wash this right now? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I don't There's still problem. issues. Oh my goodness. Thank God we never had that problem when we were growing up. Yeah, what, what problem? Checking to see the uniform. We had one uniform that we only watched on the weekend, so we had one for each day. Well, yeah, well, here too, it's just, it's no, it's not true. It's not one uniform. It's either khaki colored or navy blue. Yeah. Or white. Those are the three colors that they can mix and match and whatever. Right. You know, but you're right. We had one color. Yeah. Back home, one color. I was talking to my mom a few days ago. We were talking about that. She was like, you used to have to wash your uniform yourself and you would never get to see. I, I haven't changed. On the weekends, I hated that, man, because that's a got to watch. And it was white again. It's oh work. Our uniform was white. And you Jesus. know, it was run by, you know, the convent, the nuns at the yeah. convent. So we had to be clean, crispy, clean, milk white uniforms. You can't look dirty. You can't yeah. look messy. I have that white slip. Oh, do you remember the slip? And that the slip underneath the dress. So, and, and when we sit down, we wouldn't want, because we don't want to get in trouble. So we didn't want to crush our pleats in the, in the, in the skirts. I, I don't and stuff. know about all that. I never so, Oh, girl, wait a minute. I don't know about you, you know. Sometimes I wonder about you. Sometimes I wonder if I went to Bearmouth or not. I was just a figure. <laughs> so what school? Did we not go to the same school? Listen, Wait my a minute. Body was, listen, my body was at Mirza. My body was at Miramar, but my mind was at Mirza. That's where I really wanted to go. And my mother, <laughs> so, mom, so, mom, so for our people who please. are listening and mom, don't wait, know wait. this. Hold on before. Mommy, don't even comment on that. Please <laughs> don't even comment on that. Go ahead, Carol. <laughs> Oh, that's right, because your mom is listening. Don't forget that. He, I know she ready to. Mommy, don't even comment. Mom is listening, so you better not forget yourself, young lady. <laughs> so for the folks who don't know, we went to an all-girls Catholic school when we were growing up. All-girls Catholic school, and it was really strict. Oh. Sometimes I wonder if Reese and I went to the same school because I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what I was learning was not what you were learning. I was not learning one crap. <laughs> As I said, I'm telling you, girl, my mom can tell you a story. I tell you, I'm like, it was a struggle to go. I'm like, oh my God, I got to see all these girls again. Oh, oh my goodness. My. And everybody's and was- so happy, happy to be with each other. Like, mm <laughs> hey, when no, you what you just said, I want to mention that again. What you just said is because we went to an all-girls Catholic school, and then not far away was it, a co-ed school with boys and distance. girls. It was a distance. Well, it was a it was a distance, but it was not like it was that, ridiculous. Right, small. it wasn't ridiculous, but it was reachable. It was reachable. <laughs> That's right. And your mind was reaching Ooh, that co-ed school what? with the boys and girls all the time. Now, mind you, I lived where I walked to school. Okay, that's how close. I went, my mother, listen, you remember when you guys used to take the bus to go home or whatever, right? Like, I miss all that. That's all I, exact. when my mother couldn't find me in school, she know not to work. Only one place she needed to drive. And when you see that green normal coming down, oh my God. <laughs> That's a shame. Oh my God. She knew exactly. She knew exactly. I was boy crazy then. No lie. Boy crazy. 
Man, you sit up with a bunch of girls all day, it must be boy crazy. Police. Oh. Those were the days. Those were the days. You used to get in trouble all the time, uh, then, huh? Yes, sir. Man, it was worth it, though. It's funny now that I sit on and think about it. But it's fun. It was funny. <laughs> oh, boy crazy. Boy crazy. I couldn't even think about that kind of stuff because my mama would be like, what? My mother don't play that. I had, I had to be boy crazy under the DL. Yo, let me tell you, man. My mom I was so terrified that my mom could read my mind. I felt like everything I was thinking was right on my forehead. And the moment I thought anything, so I wouldn't even think. And you know the difference? My mother have no problem knocking you upside and right then and there. She don't care who your shit. She don't care. She knock you right. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, that's the difference between Caribbean parents oh, and care. the American parents. Because, you know, Caribbean parents, man, when you're growing up, you you get a butt whooping. No, knock you upside head. Don't care. Don't care. And the rest of the folks in the community will probably help. You. Mommy said confession is good for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you confess. Now she's like, oh, now you confess. Uh-huh. You gave her all that trouble growing up. This poor lady. Yes, yes. I see Andre coming in. What Andre want to wait? Uh, did I not just see Andre? Yes. Andre wanted to come in on, on, on this topic here. Oh yes. Hi, Andre. Oh, he's connecting. You know, we love chatting with Andre here. Andre yes. is funny. You're can't hear you. He's connected. Is he on mute? I it would no, I'm not sure. It says connecting to audio. Okay, so she's not um he's not connected yet. Yeah, but yes, that was that was back in the day. That was some good times. Good times. Great times, girl. But you know, it's, it's now. When we look back on all of that, now when we think about it, we're like, oh, but back then it was sometimes it, it didn't feel that great. No, who would feel great when they're getting a the whooping? What whooping are you? No, listen, as I said, when my mother couldn't find me, exactly where I used to get my butt whoopings all the time. Listen, because okay? I was always the one in trouble. And my older sister, my older sister, Marie, I love you to death because my sister and I were like this. But man, my sister used to be such a tattletale and she still is. She's the oldest. Listen, such me? a tattletale. Everything I did, because I used to be a tomboy, right? So I would be dirty every day and just rustling around and getting in trouble and fights and whatnot. And my sister used to tattletale on me so much. Do you know how many whoopings I got? <laughs> As I said, I'm I, all dirty. I was a mischievous one. I was a mischievous one. Are you guys surprised? No. Sometimes, and even when I was good, I swear my mom, yes, mom, I swear she just sit on and say, wait, reason didn't get no whooping this week or last week. No, man. You know what I'm saying? I just make up something to whoop me. She just made up something <laughs> to give you a whooping. Because. Now I can hear you guys. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. 
Andre. Hey, welcome yes. to Let's Connect. Welcome. What's going on, people? Hey, what's up? Man, I got more news about the topic just today. Oh, Lord. Hold on. Right now, we are talking, before we get to that, Mm-hmm. We are talking about Reese here, talking about her butt whoopings that she used to get. Because guess what? Her mom is on the line. Her mom is checking us out. She, is. <laughs> she so might get some more now. Yes, I might get some more when I finish. <laughs> her mom is checking us out. So she's in trouble. Yep. Yep. Oh, no. Look, That's I got right. So she can't. I she got, can't I got something it. my mom. So I, I, I tried to confess years ago about stuff that I did when I was a kid and I thought I was free and clear. <laughs> she walked in the kitchen and got the broom and still hit me. She said, I don't care if you're a foot taller than me, I'm still going to hit you. My mother, yeah. She said, my yeah. mother, you, you know, when girls get into that age, that, that hormone age, and you think to your all that and whatever. She said, I will climb up on this tune and knock your teeth out. We said, oh, my. she always used to say that. So she no sent me for the chair. She made Man. me go get the chair so she could stand on it and slap me in the head. Yep. <laughs> That's right. It's them Caribbean people, them parents, man. Yes. Caribbean parents. parents. They don't play. I remember I got in trouble. But, well, no, it wasn't me. See, my oldest sister. Boy, when you have an older, we're going to talk about siblings today. But my oldest sister would get in trouble, but she was all dainty and this and that. Now, I was the mischief, right? So, but she got in trouble. And I remember this one time <laughs> we went to bed and my sister knew she was going to get a whooping. So she put me, because I was smaller, me, the idiot on top of her. And I got the whooping. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And, oh my goodness. I'll never forget it. Oh my goodness. And then she would fake it. Like my mom used to use like a little piece of cloth to like, and she'd be like, oh. <laughs> and I would be getting the belt, the this, the that. My, and my the, sister got a little belt, and she's all dying before my mom even touched her. She's like, oh. <laughs> my mother had this belt. It was my daddy belt. My mother, and you know, back in the day, the leather belt was leather belt with a yes, belt, and it was thick. What my mother wear that belt also till it was thin and what what um Carol have does now? You hear uh, me? I I I got beat with my dad's belt too. My mom and my dad wasn't even together no more, and somehow she kept the belt. I'm like, how you how you keep the belt though? Need that belt. <laughs> she kept the belt and still I mean, got beat with the belt. That belt, trust me, served its purpose. Only the buckle was left. Look, look, the, ba- the bad part is I grew up and I wore the belt when it fit me. And I, was, I always think about, man, I'm wearing the belt that this, this woman beat, beat the days out of me. With. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. Those, you know what? We laugh at it now. But we, back then we were mad and we think they were the worst. But believe me, those no, it helped women, us. trust me. Can you imagine it, me without whoopings and look at me right now? It made you into who look just 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 look at some of the kids in the world today. Ugh. Okay. That that's what we would have been. And this this world would have been a lot further down the line. Oh god. Because this stuff that's happening now would have been happening when we were kids. Mm. Okay. Lord. So I, I thank, don't you, mind. thank you for the whoopings, mommy. 
Thank and you. I called, I called. I called my grandma one day because after my mom, my mom used to work a lot, so I stayed with my grandma a lot. And I called my grandma when I was about 26, 27 years old. And I called her up one day. Called. I called. This. This is back before calling home was 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 free. I called long distance in the middle of the day, and she said, "What happened?" So I'm calling home to tell you something. She said, what happened? I just got it. She said, what? She says, all them years you've been beating me for stuff mm-hmm. and trying to slap me in the head and telling me have some common sense. I just got it. Thank you. I don't know about the common sense yet. I still have 51. I don't get the common sense yet. My mother's like, Lord, I tried with this girl. I tried. I tried. <laughs> you know common sense yet, right? There's no common sense. Hush, mommy, you have two other kids. They will make you proud. you're honest about listen, your stuff listen you can't you i just gotta say it is she got three kids and one of them will make her pro all right oh my goodness. But it's not gonna be you huh it ain't gonna be me boo <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be this little chick that's coming up right now that's gonna make her proud you I'm, just I'm, you own up to it I, listen just own up to it right just own up to it it, it, it is what it is it I'm is what only, it is. I'm the only son, so I had no choice. I, I got I got to do everything possible because everybody <laughs> looks at me. Listen, I'm the eldest. Hey, what can I say? I used I, I am the, always on the eldest, but I'm making a stance right now. I used to be oh, the little the brother. First, huh? I used to be the little brother, and um, yeah, for some damn reason, I became the big brother because everybody looks to me for everything now. Listen, man, they put the stress on the firstborn and all that. No, 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 no. Firstborns out there don't feel stress. If you ain't you ain't living up to it. You're all right. Look at me. I turned out all right. Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> really? Really? You sure? You sure I'm about that? Sure. <laughs> mom might not say that. We need, a, we, we need a letter from your mom. You need a letter from your mom. <laughs> okay. Mom might right beg to differ. You beg to differ? Listen. Yes. And mommy. mom too. Where's my mommy? I need my mommy right now. That's right. <laughs> I beg to differ, my dear. Uh, I'm waiting for Miss Carlin to tune in our her video. So too funny. Yes, yes. Well, while we wait, um, Carlin, Carlin, you're mute. Yeah, girl, I can't hear you. Hi, hi, everybody. Hello, hi. hello. So, Andre, this is the one that will make mommy proud. See, see what's going on. <laughs> she don't even hide it. Also, also. Your mom is listening. No, no. My, me and my sister, we know that. Me and my brother always say, boy, she don't want to make me look bad because she's the miseducation and she's into those things. We're not into those things. So Will you me. stop? Uh-huh. <laughs> I love you. I love you, girl. You make us proud. Well, I am going to introduce her for all of our folks who are not watching right now and just listening to us cut up on the radio mm-hmm. let's intro why don't you introduce her so everybody know who you're talking about well, you introduce her because i'm going to be like this is my my little sister carlin so you do the introduction yeah let her, actually, get, the formal. Let her get the formal like everybody else you know what you you're you're right because you just made a, a statement that is so true you said you still don't have the common sense yet huh i, you said it. I didn't say it i'm i'm, I'm in the, <laughs> 
when I have the books, smart like you, if it's speaky spoke, I introduce the people there. So, we stay in a lane. Oh my goodness oh my gracious. God. For shame. And I'm well, drinking tea. Today. Everybody, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome again. Just another station ID. This is Let's Connect Radio Show, and we are here on My Turn Radio. So I would like right now to welcome Carolyn. And Carolyn is here with us, okay, to chat today about our special topic. And we're going to be talking about um, what was our topic, Gracie? talking about do parents have a favorite child slash sibling rivalry yes mm-hmm. okay we we actually sent that out to everybody today everywhere so <clears throat> hoping you guys bring your questions your comments etc because we do have an expert with us and that is carolyn here carolyn is going to chat with us and um Reese, i wanted you to give your sister she is Reese's sister Yes, my right, Reese. So you know a lot about Carolyn. Carlin. She, Carlin. 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 Yes. Carlin. Yes. All right. Let me get it right. Carlin. Carlin. Yes. I'm so used to people calling me Carolyn. So that's that's in my head, Carlin. So please forgive me if I say that. It's a brain thing. You're mute again, Tina. Sorry, Carlin. That's you're mute. All right. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Carlin. I'm going to try to, to remember that, Carlin, so I don't um, call you Carolyn like I, I call myself because um, <laughs> everybody calls me that. So that's just what spins in my head. And Carolyn, see, I did it again. Carlin. <laughs> Let's think of Carlin. I know, you know, so many people call me Carolyn and that's not even my name that it always resonates with me. I am so sorry. Carlin. Carlin, I'm going to get it right. I'm going to get it right, my dear. So welcome to the show. You are the regional director of child services, correct? Right. So, all right, my dear. So I just wanted to give you an official introduction on the show. So everybody knows, listen, she knows what she's talking about. Okay. (laughs) Whatever she says, she knows. That's right. Not like Reese. Me, you have to Google. (laughs) (laughs) She still need a note from her mother for proof of stuff. <laughs> Me, Google, she is straight up. <laughs> oh my goodness, so funny. So uh, today, Carlin, we are chatting about um, parents who do have a favorite child. And then the result of that sometimes, maybe not all the time, but sometimes could result in um, sibling rivalry. Right. So I know, you know, a lot about that topic, but first of all, welcome. And if I did not say your title, right, my dear, could you correct? That's fine. That's fine. No problem at all. All right. Okay. Um, So how long have you been working? Tell us a little bit about yourself. So everybody on the phone and out there listening to us right now can know and understand your background. All right. So uh, professionally, I have been with the Child Protection and Family Services Agency since 2005. Wow. Right. A long time. Long time. And um, so this agency is a social work agency in Jamaica, the only one with direct responsibility for children who need care and protection. So we oversee the foster care programs in Jamaica. We oversee residential child care. We oversee adoption. We oversee children who are before the court. So we interface with 
any child who finds themselves in need of care and protection. And we know that they would need care and protection because they may have or may not have parents who are able to care for them. So that's how we get involved. So we have now, like in Jamaica, we have almost 5,000 children in state care, right? Some of them might be living in facilities. Some of them might be living with families, but we oversee all of them. Okay. Right. Excellent. So <clears throat> there you have it, everybody. And before we even get into our, our chat today, which we have a lot we want to chat about, you know, like we always say, grab your notebook, grab a pen, take some notes, because we like to drop some gems on you. So my first question that I want to ask, um, Carlin, is in your line of work, is it really common for people to have favorite kids, you know, whether they have two, whether they have three or, or whatever, is it common? Is it a common thing for people to have favorite kids? Is that something that you've seen a lot? Um, yes. We or see that favor one child over another. Right. We see that all the time. Um, all of us on the platform can probably agree to that, to seeing that all the time. Yeah. And I don't think the danger is secretly having a favorite child I think the danger is when it becomes public knowledge and there is a clear bias right so those of us as parents I don't want any of us to feel bad if for some reason or another you might have a favorite child or you might have um just just things about each child that make it situational that yes. makes them your, your favorite child, depending on what you're looking at, you know? So parents beat upon themselves and feel guilty and love to say, no, you know, I don't have a favorite child. It's normal and that's fine. What is not okay is when you are not going to make that, make that show where you no. just seem to be unfair. You seem to be um, really biased, you know, that kind of thing. But we are all human beings. And guess what? We are built to like, specific parts of each other so that's okay that's fine but you will know when it starts to affect the way you parent then that's when the trouble that's when there's trouble yeah that's so true that's so true so Reese, you always knew that you were not the favorite child we are all my mom's favorite for <laughs> we are and all i think and i think she's favorite, favorite. No, and please, I think she's a favorite. Whatever. whatever. Because I think, she gets I think she so patient with her and she gets all the second and third and fourth chances. What? You know? I, I think she created a situation herself anyway. <laughs> what did you say, Andre? I think she created some of the situation herself. She Andre. was bad behaved to begin with. <laughs> See? And you know what, Andre? I, I, I apologize if I did not introduce you because I want you to jump in here as well while we chat with Carlin. Yes, so everybody, let's also welcome Andre. Andre is one of our best friends on this show. Riding us with us from us. day one. What? <laughs> Riding with us from day one. Yes. There you go. I'm always I'm down, you know that. I love the show, I love the content. And I, I love I love the conversations. It's always fun. <laughs> yes. Andre has supported us with our foolishness and our seriousness, everything on this show. And today Andre is here because Andre has experience with this topic. And, and he trust me, I know it's not gonna be normal. 
<laughs> nope. Yes. No, yes. not. No, but, no, no. But, but, but you know what? Um, Tina, Carlin make a good point because I watched reality shows, as you know, and Kim Kardashian's mom, she said it right out. They all know that Kim is her favorite. And she said it. She said it. And yeah, she said it. And they what? all know. Yes. Yes. No. And, but they all know that because they're like, yes, Kim is my mom's favorite. And they, they, they're done with it. Well, yeah. I I got I got I got four, and I can tell you I don't have a favorite because all of them are equally crazy. There's a just a same level of crazy. All right, you stick them in a room, you you like okay, they they you can't pick one that's so yeah they all crazy. Okay, so. I think uh, every kid have their own personality. Yeah, like, they. I know, I know who's gonna drop me off at the nursing home right there. <laughs> no, the, the, you know. The sad part is all four, all four of mine are like me. It's really crazy. It's that level of crazy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then you have some parents that they make it so obvious that you, you, you like, seriously. No, I know. I know. Like that's what I said. When, when it gets to my story, you, it, it's, it's going to blow your mind. And then what happened today is going to blow your mind even more. But I don't okay. think growing up when we were growing up, my mom never showed no, no favoritism. I must say that I always mess with her and stuff, but she never shown any fit. Only with the beatings, I was that special one. <laughs> Only the, I was the special one. Because my siblings, they were like, they're in their own world. They're not, I was a mischief maker. I own it and I give trouble. You understand? But other than that, I don't see where she was like, you know, well, you don't see it because you probably were the favorite child, so you're not seeing, but everybody else sees it because as we can hear from Carlin, oh, mommy was so patient with that one. So there you go. If that's not proof for you. She's basically saying mommy should have beat you some more. I had to come on the radio for you. To tell for me for to you know. to learn that, huh? Not, I am so glad I, I was able to help you with something today. You know, like Jerry Springer. We have a breakthrough, and you find out like I had to come on national yes. radio yes. for you to tell me that. Okay, yes. I'll take it. Your sister <laughs> taught you something on national radio. To, well, oh, it's international radio today. <laughs> Serves you right. Well, I I didn't I didn't I didn't know who was the favorite until we grew up. I knew I was the boy and with a house full of women, nobody was concerned about me. So I knew from maybe like five or six years old, I was like, they, they, they don't, they don't, no one know what's going on with me. So I knew I wasn't the favorite. You're the but only then, boy? Huh? Yeah, I'm the only boy. I'm the only boy. And I was the only grandson, only male grandson for 15 16 years so i was the only boy in the house for a very long time because i had no uncles my dad left just a house full of women okay three aunts four sisters my grandma and you weren't the favorite in the house full of women for real i would think you're the favorite you're the only boy nope Wow. Okay. Well, I could I could I could tell you exactly how bad it was. You must have been I, a I rascal have, for I that have, to happen. I, I have sat at home and not went to school and nobody noticed. 
Oh, Lord. Wow. <laughs> home alone? Is that a home alone? Oh, they were in the house. <laughs> and if I sat really quiet, nobody noticed. Wow. Not a soul. <laughs> okay. All right. So well, I was. I don't know what to say. Favorite. I don't know what to say about that, Dre. I, I don't really know. don't. I was. That, I, I can tell you, I wasn't the favorite. That's what you. You can help me out there. Just agree with me. I was not the favorite. Okay. Wow. Wow. But okay. then to learn later on in life who was the favorite, and then compounded with what happened today. Lord have mercy. You were probably a little rascal, and they were just so relieved that whenever you were quiet, they were just too happy. No, they didn't know see, what to do. See, I, I now you can't say nothing. No, see, no I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't be. I can't be mad. There was a bunch, a house full of women. They didn't know what to do with a boy, and no clue what to do with a boy. So did you? I, so you said you found out who was the 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 favorite. I found out who was the favorite. Maybe about I'm gonna say eight eight years ago. Six. They there for six to eight years ago. And how the, did you feel? How did you feel knowing that I, you were the favorite? That I wasn't the favorite? That you were the favorite. No, I'm not the favorite. I <laughs> he found that he eight, was not the favorite. No, I, said, I found about six or eight years ago that I wasn't the favorite. Oh, okay, okay. I found out that the younger sister was the favorite, okay? And I found it out the I found it out the worst way possible. My my mom over the years bought a bunch of properties, okay? And one day she talked to me about selling them. We had this conversation, me and my mom. She was retiring. And she was going to sell some of her properties. And she was signing them all over to my little sister's name. Wow. I was included in the conversation, but I wasn't included in anything that was going to be handed over. Well, in that case, I wouldn't, I mean, it depends on who's more responsible. I wouldn't say got that's worse than that. a child. Got it's worse crazy. than that. It got worse than that. One of the properties that was going to be sold was the family house, which was supposed to go to me. Mm, okay. Wow. Yes, that's some serious stuff. Yeah. Right? yeah. And the I, family I, I, and the family house got sold, and the money went to my little sister, and I had to move out. Wow. And you had to move out. I was living in the house. You she know, sold a, she sold the house off from under me. So, wow. so Carlin, being that you're our expert right now in working with the organization that deals with children. Now, based on what Andre is saying right now, how, what type of advice would you say, would you give him any, anything to comfort him? Because I don't know what to say about this right now. First of all, you know, Andre already made a statement that proves to me that he's okay. Yes. And I remind what he said. He said he doesn't have a favorite child. So it means that in growing up, he suffered something and decided that this daddy is not going to make it happen again. We're not going to do that. We're not going down that road again. Fine. He's fine. When, when he said that and then I heard the story, I said, okay, um, he's healed. He, he has no bitterness and he's making sure that he breaks that cycle. So he's okay. fine. And that's all exactly. we have to do as parents, you know. Yes. Um, we can't change what has happened before. We can't change the experiences that we've had. But we can certainly use it to to guide us and to inform. So he's going to now double up on the parenting that his mommy missed out on and make sure that that other generation skips all of what he went through. So he has held it and suffered it, but he's pushing off another vibe, which is exactly what we want to do. 
So you're okay, Andre. You're fine. <laughs> thank, thank you for seeing that because some people tell me, oh, it's, it bothers. No, look at my babies. You go my, you see my picture of my girls, Carol. Yes. All right. Look, man, I'm doing everything. I'm not even doing everything. I'm doing everything. Okay. <laughs> that's right. Great. To yeah, make my yeah. baby smile. Okay. That's a, that's a good way to look at it. That's a big but right. I know that you like you said, you have four. How do you what does everything mean that you're you're doing? I have, this, this is what we do. We plan time. The, the main thing that I've realized that's going to have an influence on your kids, you talk to them, but that time together, that time together is what counts. So yeah. we call up, we make plans from the time they were little. I was just telling my lady earlier today, they were lit, when they were little, the, the two older ones, when it's just the two older ones, their birthdays, I wouldn't just buy birthday gifts we'd have dad's day out. We going out. We gonna have a day. All right, what y'all wanna do? We wanna go shopping that, let's go shopping. Mm -hmm. All right? I have sat in whatever kids clothing store when they were little, older when they were teenagers. We went to every single mall and I'm sitting outside fitting room doors watching, watching them buy clothes about going shopping for the day. We having a blast. When they got older, they were, busy with, with 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 high school and stuff like that and sometimes friday night three o'clock in the morning was the only time they were free because there was so much caught up in doing stuff for school getting ready to go to college we find a 24-hour diner we're going out we're gonna have dinner we're gonna talk nonsense we're gonna laugh that connection is important that communication is, 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 is the thing right there all right i'll make you laugh teacher came went and picked up my daughter one day from school and the teacher said aha and I said, aha, what? Because I, when I was working, I was working for transit. When I first started working for transit, I couldn't get time off. So I would only get to pick them up from school every once in a while in the evening. I walked into my, my daughter was just starting high school. And the teacher said, aha. And I said, what? She said, you're the favorite parent. And I said, what? She said, your daughter describes you as the favorite parent. I'm like, okay. <laughs> wow. right. She said, she said, you, you, you the, we had a conversation about parents in here, and I thought you was like Superman gonna walk through that door. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I just laughed. Awesome. All, I, all I try to do, because like she, like, 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 like Carlin said, I took all that stuff that I went through and I got it, and I said, All right, I could let this pull me down, or I could make this work for me. I already got an example of what not to do. I got a really good example of what not to do. So I'm going to go the other direction now. And but that, that had to have taken you some time, right? You, it, you didn't just snap to it when it happened, right? To this form of thinking when it happened. So did it take you some time the, the process, to, then, to the process, process that and get to this place where a more maturity? What, Cause when I, I had my first kid, when I was, I had well, in, in in most people's terms, I had my first kid late. I had my first daughter at twenty five years old. That's not late. Okay. Well, for most people, it is. People get married really right. young, twenties and stuff like that now. And but yeah. I had my first daughter at twenty five years old because my original plan, because of what I went through, was I'm not gonna have kids unless I can make things different. And so for a long time, my plan was not to have kids, all right? And my best friend, she lives down south now. 
when I had my first daughter, she called me and she said, yo, what happened to your plan? And I was like, she's like, you, you, you ready? And I said, well, I'm gonna have to do something different. And from there on in, so I had a good, by that time, most of, when I, I was 25, most of my friends had already had kids, okay? They, they had little kids and I was seeing what was going on. So I had the chance to process a lot. So that I, I, I'm thinking like, I don't really know for sure, but between like the ages of 20 and 25 and stuff like that and watching my friends have kids and starting families and all the kind of stuff was, that was my process there to see, okay, if, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to look at them and try to put something together and do something different. But I, I didn't plan on having any kids. And so right. when I did, I was late in the game as far as my friends go. And I was like, okay, I see what they're dealing with. I see what right. they're doing. Right. Let me so that something. means since you made a deliberate effort not to have kids until later on, until when you can make sure that you don't treat your kids that way, that means there was something there, right, yeah. Carlin? But I mean, he's okay now, which he's great because we, we hear that, which right. is wonderful. But I'm just trying to get to, you know, for our listeners who may think that, you know, this is not, this is a non-issue. I'm saying at some point you were very much aware of this and yeah. there was something there, which made you deliberately not want to repeat yeah. one what of you the, experienced. One, yeah. One of the things that helped me was something really bad that my mom said, because one day had a conversation with my mom and I told her, I said, yo, you know, you act like you don't care about me. Right. And she said, what? By this time, my little sister had been born. I said, my little sister, her name is Heidi. I said, Heidi is looking like it's like Heidi's your priority. And my mom said to me, my mom said to me, I cannot let the decisions mm -hmm. of my past influence my future. I'm sorry, what did I missed? I missed it. He said, I cannot let the decisions of my past influence my future. Oh, I was her past. Okay. How did that make you feel? That it made me feel bad, but it also was a wake up call to me. Okay. That I, I, I finally got some answers to what. Thank you for answering me. It was a bad answer. I. All right, it was a bad answer, 100% wrong answer that your mom should be telling your kid that you're on my past and I can't let you influence what's going on in my future right now, okay? But it gave me a little bit of clarity and realized, okay, you're not down for me. So I know, I know now that I have to tread my own path. I have to do my own thing. So did, how has that affected your relationship with Heidi? Do you have a relationship with her? Me, it, Lord, you want to hear the whole story? Want me to start at the end? I, I start at the end and blow you away, and then I'll put everything together in the middle for you. Heidi got married a couple of days ago. None of the family was invited to the wedding. Okay. None of the brothers and sisters were invited to the wedding. Not, none of us. <laughs> end of story. <laughs> end of story. Full stop, period. Mom and dad went. Nobody else was invited. <laughs> Okay. We all live in the same country. So that's where sibling rivalry comes in now. <laughs> right. So you're jumping to the end of our show here, Reese. So, yeah, that's the end oh. of the story because 
I'm done. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, we've got a whole lot to chat about before we get there. <laughs> no, but I'm not saying we need to go. I'm just saying that. Because I want to all... hear about that a little bit more. And it's I want to go into that. And I want Andrea to take us there because me there. I know, need to, I, I want there are a lot of people who are experiencing that, that. Yeah. You know, and then I want to bring Carlin in a little bit more so Carlin can can talk to us about what she's seeing and like help tie this together for our listeners. And I know it's very interesting what, what Andre is telling us, but I want people to hear this and I want them to understand what he's saying. How did it make him feel? Because there are other people and, and Carlin, I'm sure will agree with me. There are other people out there going through this right now. Of course. Okay. Yes, so I want to make sure that they understand that we see them we know what they're going through and, and and we're here to kind of talk with them to make sure that, you know, they don't go through the same thing that Andre did, or if they're going through it, you know, there is a way out. There is, there definitely is, you know, right. So, and you know, and I, when I was listening to Andre talk, I was going to say that uh, I don't know him a lot, but he appears to be a very frank person. Yes. And I think what has saved him is that he's not afraid to speak out. Exactly. And so a lot of our clients spend lots and lots and lots of money with counselors and the counselor's job is really to just get you to speak. So that question that you asked mommy, like, or to say to her, you know that you really don't, don't, I'm not your favorite, right? People pay lots of money to be strong enough to say that. Yeah. No, you got to say it. Right. The first thing that happens is that you stay in denial for a long time, telling yourself that, oh, this isn't so. And then when, it, when, when, you, when you realize that it is so, you're afraid to verbalize. And the, but you look like you just, you just ran through the stages really fast and just got to that place and said, mommy, you, you know this, right? You know that you, you really don't, I'm not your favorite. And yeah. so that's where you need to get to so yeah. that you can have the frankness question. She could answer you. You could put things in perspective and then you could make a decision to say, okay, this is what is going to happen. Yes. Now, if, if mommy had denied that, then it would take you through a whole other episode again, trying to convince her, you having to think of all the examples in your past to show her that this is what you did. This is why I feel this way. No, she just didn't cause you to have to do any of that. She just answered frankly. And, you know, so <laughs> for, the, for the listeners, perhaps we are at different stages of that journey. So yes. you have to first figure out where are you? Are you denying that there's an issue? Two, are you at a place where you have to be convincing the person through, through examples that you have to be unearthing to say, remember this time when you did this, remember this time when you did that. And every time you have to relive it, it's another trauma for you, right? But you have to get to that point where both parties understand what's happening. So right. whether the answer that you're going to get is, is as hard as a rock, like the one that Andre got, or, right. you know, something softer, you have to get to that place. And we are really all just fooling ourselves if we think we can just go past, go and don't collect $200, just go right past. You have to yeah. take the journey and you have to, like, like in most interpersonal issues, you have to have the conversation. Might be hard, but you have to have it. You have to be, in terms of how you feel, you have to be able to say how you feel, why you're feeling that, justify your feelings and communicate them. And we have to get to that place where Andre did that. And you can see that it, it, it's working for him. Yes. Paying for nobody. Yes, it is. I ain't paying no counselor to tell me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so with that too, what I want to ask though, I know the answer, but you know, just to tell our listeners, Carlin, as well, is it normal for parents to have favoritism? 
it is it is and 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 like i said you know we don't need to beat up ourselves it is but you can't allow that favoritism to affect how you parent it can't affect how you discipline your children because i'm sure that andre is able to even without him telling me if something happens with any of those children aren't you able to correct them and yes. are, and don't they accept that that correction yes. because they know that on the other hand he has no reason to be unfair to any of us because they tell of that. themselves they've been telling themselves since they was little Tell right. themselves in a minute. Right. So because you <laughs> distribute that love evenly, then nobody has to feel like, you know, when it when it gets to the other side of parenting, you know? And yep. the other thing too, Carol, is even if like I said, I believe that if you know 10 people, there are 10 different reasons that you 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 love each of them. Yes. And that's what we have to promote as parents. So you have three children, and there must be something about Tom that you love. He needs to know that. And that you you prefer, and if Jerry, he needs to know that there's a part of you, Jerry, that this is this is the part that I really like being around. And then yeah. the third child also needs to know, right? So we have to have that conversation so they know. And then when you do that, you level the playing field so that if you have to talk about the things that you need to improve, then you can comfortably as a parent say, you know, Caroline, I like the fact that you are honest with me, but I really don't like the fact that you. Right. And so you balance it out. Yeah. And that's what living is about, striking the balance. And that's a principle that governs anything you do, whether it's parenting or being a wife or a husband or being a business partner or being a co-host on a show on international radio. It's balancing. Right. She's still gonna get a beanie from her mama, I think. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's right. And I love that you said that, Carlin, because like I said, I knew what the answer was, but I really want our listeners to hear it from you and just to understand that, yes, you know, sometimes we might have a child that we're more drawn to, you know, because like you said, maybe one of them, their temperament is different. You have some kids right. real easygoing, and then you have others like Reese, you know, that would do. <laughs> That, that will take you through it. Do you I don't hear know. that, Mama Monica? I don't, know how she, I don't know how she never turned to the bottle. I know how you dealt with this one, okay? But so sometimes, <laughs> so sometimes you might feel like you do have a favorite because you might lean a little bit more towards the one that doesn't give you, Hello? you know, really? you oh, know okay. all the drama. You know that you're going to lean towards that one. So it's, it's okay, but then it's how you handle that, right? Then you can't go overboard and then get into the situation like with Andre, what he experienced. So it's all a balancing, right? I don't think I would be prepared for that bluntness, like how she said, like, you know, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't either because I was young, so I wasn't ready for it, Man. but it, 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 it right there that day. That day I grew up a lot. And see, that that's, that's what I was talking about when I mm -hmm. said I wanted to touch on that a little bit, Andre, because I am so happy that you're in a good place now. You're mature. You have your own kids and you made sure that you don't repeat those behaviors. Yeah. But for a while, I want everybody listening to understand that, okay, don't gloss over it. Just like Carlin just said, 
No. Just don't gloss over it. No. It needs to be addressed. You need to think about it. You need to look at this and make sure that you can get past it and don't repeat yes. that. You know, and if yes. you're not focusing on it. So I, it, it bothered you for a while, yeah. but you know, like you said, it hit you like a ton of bricks and you had to yeah. grow up. It did. It did. I, grew, I grew up a lot that day and, and it just, it just really made a lot of sense to me. And I used it as a foundation because it's like I tell people, you got you got really beautiful buildings in Manhattan, but it was some ugly rocks piled on the ground to make that foundation strong. I took my ugly rocks and I built something on it. <laughs> I love that ugly rocks. Okay. <laughs> nice, nice. And you know, you know, I should just say too that you know you don't have to be afraid of having the of of admitting to yourself that there are different parts of persons that you prefer because remember now we are afraid to to even think of it but these same children will tell you as mommy or daddy i prefer daddy yeah with, without apologies yeah. oh, I prefer mommy. right and so yeah. that's something that we have to deal with as parents right and it's okay yeah. if and they'll tell you i prefer daddy because like my my six-year-old told me today that you shout too much you know you're always <laughs> shouting at me so i prefer my daddy you know, so they tell us, they verbalize, they tell us how they're feeling, I right? It helps us to, it helps, helps us to alter, you know, because yeah, I'm sure the, the next time I'm going, to, I'm going to remember that little conversation and try to tone it down a bit. So it's, it's okay. And it's healthy to, to share opinions because it can only make you better if, you know, if the comment yeah. is, is, is not glorious, it only helps you. It might be hard yeah. to accept at the, at the onset, but if, if 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 you have any common sense at all or even just a little bit it should help you and i'm glad that you're saying that so for all of you parents out there who are listening to this if you have several children and maybe one is a little bit more sensitive okay like carlin's um six-year-old and is blunt enough or honest enough let me use this word is honest enough to say something like that to you you know hey mommy or hey daddy you're too loud or this is what I don't like about what you do you know don't then take that because as humans it could also go the other way where mom or dad now is feeling sensitive about that and then starts to treat that child in a manner where they shouldn't and then they start favoring the other child who's not complaining about them Right. I was in the family right. because my kids said the same thing about me that I shout. They said it must run in the family. Oh, mom is a shouter. Mommy is a shouter. <laughs> Mommy but see, the difference is Carlin actually See, Carlin actually takes that and learns from it and corrects what that. You, what are you that? doing, uh, Rizzi? No. See, did you change anything? My sister is a shouter. <laughs> It's a shelter. Ain't no changing right there. I was gonna say, ain't no fixing that. No fixing uh, Island, she's trying to put you on blast right now. Listen, so she is wrong. The day, the day we stop shouting is when it's snow in Jamaica. Okay? She's throwing you under the bus right now. It ain't gonna happen. So it ain't wrong. We just oh. shouters. And oh my kids like, mommy, do you have to listen? And it, you know what we mean. Just, just you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the kids need to tell grandma on you and get, get her on you with a broom. That's all. All right. <laughs> oh my God. So tell yeah. grandma. Don't talk to mommy. Tell grandma. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's so it's true. Um, and I just wanted to point that out a little bit in terms of 
the parents on on the flip side you know don't pull away from that child because the child gave you some constructive criticism or something they would like you to do better because you know parents are humans too at first you know at first i used to think that oh kids are not supposed to tell parents anything bad we're the parents and we know everything Uh uh-uh Chuck, they call you out in a minute. No opinions. Opinions. They'll it doesn't you have out. to be bad if it, if it's an opinion and it's and it's said in the right way. It, yes. it, it, it's it, the it way can how you, say. you can you can learn from anybody. You can learn from a seven year old. That's my opinion. You can you can learn from anybody. Somebody says something. The delivery. Listen. Yeah, it's all about delivery. I'm exactly. very I'm very sensitive. <laughs> I Super is very sensitive. Uh, Carlin, can can we can we t- get you to talk to mom and beat her some more, please? <laughs> Dial in no, a beat or something. I'm the sensitive one in the family. Jeez. My sister, she can. Well, like... How you get to be the troublemaker and the sensitive one too? You exactly. can't have both. See, <laughs> see, you know, you notice, Carolyn, Carolyn is quiet right now. Cause she's agreeing. She's, she's like, like mm-hmm. I don't want to throw my sister under the bus. <laughs> she's trying not to no, throw her under the bus. But here she's trying to throw Carol- Carolyn under the bus. The look alone threw me under the bus with, with my sister. Okay, That's right. And you're going to uh-huh. get it after the show. But see, uh-huh, exactly. You, you'll dial get it after. Dial, dial her up a beanie. Call mommy. They got a tippy tour on me. Cause my feelings, I'm, I'm like, I'm just sensitive. I'm a crier. Sensitive. She is loud, like she just said. She is a troublemaker. But I'm not loud to people. You can't be. You just said that. You can't have it both ways, Missy. No, no. no. What I mean, I'm not loud to tell you how what's going on. Whatever. I'm loud. I shout and stuff, but I'm not loud as like, oh, Carol. You know, oh my god. I hear you, girl. I understand. I deliver something. I'm like delivering in a way, but I I still vote for the the beating for you. I'm still gonna say, "Mom beat you." Mom need to beat you. But you're bringing up you're bringing up an important point too, uh, Reese, because right there you're saying you're not loud enough to say that there might be other children. And Carlin, correct me if I'm wrong. There might be other children who are sensitive as well, and or a little bit more timid and they may not speak their minds. I'm not saying that's you, Reese, but they may not want to seem like they're complaining because, you know, unlike what Andre went through, maybe, you know, Andre felt like he was invisible because nobody paid attention to him. So Definitely. there are children who may not know how to handle that, may not be as bold to, to speak up. And they're a little bit more afraid because they're afraid of the repercussions. My little one is like that. You when know, shout, he cried. What are you crying for? Could you shout? You didn't have to shout. And he cried because of that. So I'm like, okay, now I know how I have to do right. and, and that's why um, families, one of the functions of the family is to make sure that uh, there's a space for every child and every personality, every member of the family, right? You have to level the playing field, create that platform so that even the most sensitive, quiet, one still feels comfortable enough to speak and that's our role as parents so you have to create that space now it might be if you have a formal family meeting those of us who are up front and love to talk and love the stage will be the ones who will perform in that meeting but then you might have to have a quiet discussion while you hope with the one who doesn't want the platform in the meeting 
right? Or it might just be when the other one is brushing their teeth that you stand there and say something and you might hear two or three comments. Or it might be when you talk someone in bed and they say prayers, you have to know and meet each of your children for those of us who have more than one where they're at. And it's not just the children, it's every family member. Because if there's a husband or a spouse or whatever, he needs to be able to speak. You need to be able to speak. So a functional family creates that. When you go to your workplace, you might not get a chance to say what you feel like when you go on the road. But when you come home, and that's why there's a house, and then you create a home from that. And at home, all the members of the family have a place where they can be heard. And they need to know that. And they need to know it's okay if you don't want to speak in the formal family meeting. Some people will nod and say, I'm okay with everything that happens in that big setting. But if you get them in a small space, just you and them, not for long, you might get something else. And you have to make sure that all the voices are being heard. It's our job as parents to create those different platforms so that everybody, the sensitive one, the bold one, the timid one, the one that is not afraid to speak their mind, the one that will speak their mind too much, all of them have to have a space. They have to be comfortable and they have to know that home is where somebody will listen to me. And we have to do that. Exactly. And all of that helps with sibling rivalry as well. Can I just say? Yeah. All of, because a, a part of why siblings fight is that they are fighting for turf, right? And they feel like somebody always has this, um, this avenue to be heard and I don't have it. So then the fighting starts. So if you create that understanding, then you'll see that there's very little reason to fight because everybody knows, even if it's not my time now, my time will come and they celebrate that, you know? So yes. that works. Yes, very much and so. The, and the other thing um, to acknowledge what you said also, um, Andre, earlier when, you, when your mom responded very bluntly to you, it was a little too blunt, but you know, um, <laughs> I read something that says, you know, like um, one of the most important things that a parent can do when if, if there is a child like you who kind of confronted them, you know, you they want to or they should the parent should acknowledge, you know, your feelings, because if there's a child, you know, kids are not stupid. And if the, the kid can sense that like you did. And, and say, hey, mom, you, you're playing favorites. You know, it, the, the, what I read said, acknowledge the child's feelings, be truthful, but don't just say what you don't say is, oh no, I don't have a favorite or just ignore it and continue. You know, that was very harsh that happened to you. But like you said, it snapped you out of it because you, you were snapped into reality from then, yep. from then on, yes. right? Yes, yes, what I the parents sure. don't want to do is they don't want to ignore that and lie to you. I, 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 I was, like I said, it was bad, but I was thankful and it was a learning experience. And like from that point on, I, I moved in a different direction in the process of, okay, I have to be, be here careful. for me. I have to be here for me. I have to take care of me because- right that's when I realized my, by that time, my little sister was maybe about 12 years old. And I saw Christmas would come and the gifts would pile up under the, under the Christmas tree and it'd be one for me, maybe. Mm. Okay. And everything wow. else, 
and everything else for her. Okay. And so life went on and I was like, you know what? Okay. That's the way it's going to be. I'm going to take care of me. And when I was about, jeez, in my 20s, I had my first place. I'm living on my own because I moved out. They didn't care what I did. So I moved out after, yeah, after I graduated high school, I moved out. So 17, 17, maybe 18 years old, I moved out. I left. And um, because I had, oh, that's what happened. I had ants them. I wanted to go to college. I got accepted to Rutgers University. And um, I applied to one college because I only wanted to go to Rutgers. <laughs> and I got accepted to Rutgers. And I asked them to um, sign a loan for me to get to go to go to college. And they were like, oh, you're going to have to go join the military if you want to go to college because we're not signing a loan for you. Cool. Packed up and moved out because I was like, yeah, this is going nowhere. I'm going to take care of myself. I went and moved out, got a job, got on my own feet. I was doing my own thing. Moved on. And then my little sister went through high school, went to college. My little sister graduated college and my parents bought her a house. <laughs> wow. They paid for her to go to college. They bought her a car to go to college. The minute she was out of college, they bought her a house. My little sister... My little sister had a house before she had a proper job. Okay. <laughs> so who paid the, who paid the mortgage? I would imagine my parents were a... paying it. My parents were paying it. Okay. Wow. I mean, you're laughing, but it's such a no, sad because, thing. Because it's 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 a sad thing. But like I said, those are my ugly rocks that build yeah. my foundation. That now I take really good care of my babies. Yeah. Okay. And you know, just so just so that we know, I mean, Andre is um. Has, has just come out of that, you know, like pure gold, but just so that we all know and establish that that's not okay. You know, it's not okay. Well, it's, so not okay. It's, it's, it's not okay. Like that. It's not you okay. Know, but it's not I, okay. It's not okay. Yeah. I tell it for people because a lot of people are in the situation and they curl up in a ball and they're ready to die. And I'm like, yo, use that. That's, that's your fuel there. Burn that. Okay, yeah. use that as your fuel, your energy to do something better. Okay, that's I tell people this all the time. They go, damn, you've been through some stuff. And I go, yeah, but I ain't letting it hold me. I'm not letting it define me. Okay, I'm not going to let it define me or make, or, or, or make me worse. Okay, I'm exactly. going to use that for the better. All right. And I went out and I did what I had to do and I took care of my kids. And people always go, oh, so you must hate your mom. I'm, I don't hate my mom. Pass that. I don't hate my mom, okay? She is who she is. I don't got another mom. So I got I to gotta keep this one that I got, okay? Strength <laughs> <laughs> here, Andre. And I'm glad that you're actually saying that. So for anybody else who's listening and experiencing that, you know, here is living proof. Andre, who went through this, but did not hold on to the resentments to have it destroy your life yeah. and your children's life. Exactly, because time. it will destroy you. And you, if you hold on to that and be that, oh, I hate everybody. Now I'm going to go have kids. But you, you hate everybody. Your kids, yeah. I, I, you're going to tell your kids, your grandma's this, your grandma's that, your grandma's this. Now you hit, your kids hate your grandma too. 
and that goes on down the road and take it all yeah. with them and 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 the 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 ish Carol told me don't curse the ish flows down the hill <laughs> okay yes, sir. and they carry much. on with it okay I don't want them to carry on with it okay so you yeah. meet my kids that 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 they laugh they giggle my son I call him my giant my giant is this just this calm laid back what's up dad you good yeah dad I'm good we gonna hang up there yeah let's go hang up like we he he's he's 13 years old he's six feet tall he's he's this 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 deep thinker okay he never lets anything phase him because i told him dude don't let stuff make you angry okay all right yeah. everything everything is going to happen in time if you don't get it right now it, it don't happen right now don't worry about it but don't stress stuff all right you got a long life to live focus on the happy stuff focus on what makes you smile all right Excellent. I like that you showed that resilience um, in your upbringing and you, like you said, use that for fuel rather than have it that harbor the resentment and to kind of just poison your whole being and, and your children as well. Yeah. And we touched on this before and you talked about it some and Carlin talked about it too. Some of the signs, right? that you are favoring a child or your parents do have a favorite there are some signs now and i know andre you talked about some i'm gonna kick it off by saying one <clears throat> reesey the <laughs> child gets away with a lot mm -hmm. more than your old other children or the older child and then can become resentful that didn't happen to you andre but that could be the result yeah. of it yeah when and i when i when I realized what was going on, I was like, okay, at least I see what's going on and I know how to work with it now. Right. So Pardon. one kid gets away with a lot more than the others. That's one of the signs. Yes. But let me ask you, Cardi, you ever get, you ever get a whooping yet? I don't remember you ever getting a whooping. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, not as many as, I mean, not as many as you, right? Because you just kept bursting through that. I she deserved them. <laughs> Exactly. You got them because you, know, you deserve them. You, nobody set you up. All you, right? can, you, can, you can only qualify for, for so much whoopings. You <laughs> just had it going on like, you know, gold. Every time gold, I'm winning here. <laughs> you, you just wanted me to go medalist too often. You got, medalist, you got yes. the only award in the house, which was a whooping. Yeah, because I'm thinking about it like i've never i don't remember her ever getting a woman you know i was just we're always busy. right there up front getting the gold medal all the time <laughs> you know? we're exactly. only squeezed in a few you were too busy taking all the trophies what are you trying to say reese you weren't the favorite because you got all the whoopings that's what you're trying to prove <laughs> oh, you were the favorite God. troublemaker you're still the favorite there you go favorite troublemaker that still, still makes the troublemaker. still the troublemaker oh. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, uh. another sign from now, this is for parents, parents, if you find yourself that you're more relaxed around one child more than another, and I, I kind of talked about that before, you know, if you kind of feel more relaxed, because maybe that kid doesn't complain or say anything about you. So you, you're more relaxed around that child who's not going to say anything you know, or you smile more and you laugh more when you're around that kid and you feel less stressed 
when you're around that one particular kid. <laughs> Probably not Reese because Reese always stressing somebody out. <laughs> <laughs> Reese hey, always stressing Miss Monica out. You know how they always, the mothers would say, I can't wait till they have a children to, for them to do the thing you do to me. Lord, yeah. man, four times. <laughs> Payback. <laughs> Payback four times. Trust me. So I don't have that luxury. You know, you know as parents, you have to be so careful because that can happen so easily because uh, particularly if you have a child that um, has behavioral issues. Yes. So sometimes as parents, that's the only thing we remember. And every time you have to interface with that child, you're thinking about the last thing that you did that wasn't right. Yeah. And even sometimes persons on the outside looking in would want to suggest to you that as a mom, um, you can't laugh up with him or you can't laugh up with her. No, that's not true. Mm -hmm. So you have to discuss the issue, but it, it can't be the thing that drives every conversation with that child. Yeah. Now, if you have a child that gives you a reason to be annoyed every single day, you have to fight for minutes in that day to have a conversation that doesn't have anything to do with a good, bad behavior, right? Oh. You can talk about bad behavior the other day, but today I'm, I know you did this. I'm upset that you did this, but today we're really talking about a movie or we're talking about a game that you like to play. That's yeah. not me saying there's no bad behavior issue. It's just me saying that we don't have to talk about the bad behavior Every 24 hours day. of the day, seven days mm. a week. And if you do that, if you if you continue to focus on the, on the behavior, especially with a child who has behavioral issues, you'll find that that's all you'll talk about. Because yeah. you're upset from the last wrong thing that he did or that she did. So once they come into your space, you're like, and I'm not going to forget it all. And I'm going to forget yes. Remember when you did that and that and you tag, you tag every living thing, every movement that that child makes to the last thing he did. Oh, yes. So that, that's, that's exactly why you came last in the class. Yeah. Everything that you do. And, if you, <laughs> get, you, and you are able to attach every behavior to coming last in the class. When it is way in the middle of the summer, there is no class happening now. So oh, how is it that? So how is it that I'm doing something today and it has to do with me coming last in class? That it was like all the way through. And then flip the pens the wrong way. You see, that is why I get that's right, why I come right. last. And if they talk low, if they forget to wash up the dishes, you see, it's the same thing. You can't follow instructions. That's why you came last in class. And you have a conversation, it's negative because yes. you keep um you keep yes. all the negative things that have happened. And we have to as parents, it's easy, it's easy to say don't do it. And it's hard not to do because the minute that person comes in front of you, you're seeing the bad grades, you're seeing the fact that you hate to tie up your room, you're seeing, but you have to dig deep as a parent and pull out the one thing that you yes. can commend them for. Find oh. that thing. Have you ever had to commend somebody that you you actually shot them when you when you found that one thing that they do good? Like you know, what you really, but yeah. Like you, you, you know, so just church and even those of us who manage persons too in the workplace. Yeah. This person to commend is a person who is always at the top of your list doing something horrible at work, but find a way to commend them. Same thing with your children. Find a way I to commend Carol. them. You're here, Carol. I will find a way to commend you. I will find a way to commend you, Reese. Yes. Yes. So I, find a way to I, I, I got one for you. Reese, you are the best at what you do. Yes. Even if it's just trouble. I appreciate <laughs> you for it. You're the best troublemaker that I know. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate you for your skill and handling. You see what I'm okay. talking about? That's I feel right. good. <laughs> 
You did a great job at troublemaking. All right. <laughs> and that when we have our children, we do that. So try and find the one thing. The one thing, like, you know, nobody makes a peanut butter and jelly sandwich the way you do. You know? Well, I can get you to get off your game and just make a sandwich for me. It's the best. Could you make more right now? And because everybody, human beings are designed to be motivated by that kind of thing. And you can't yes. take that away from, from a child just because they are troublemakers. Find the one thing. Create, create, so they can know how it feels mm -hmm. to excel at something. Because yes. that helps everything. That some kids don't know because their parents just don't give them that, that acknowledgement. So you make a good point right there. Exactly. So I'm really glad that you said that, Carlin, because so many people don't do that. And like I said, parents are humans and sometimes they forget. So you just gave them a very nice reminder just now. Find something good to tell your kid about. Don't bash them all the time. Even if we're upset, you know, find something good some of the times to squeeze in there. And another thing too, and I think you mentioned some about this before too, like parents, if you find that your tone or your choice of words changes when you're talking about a, your particular children, your favorite kids, when you're talking to outsiders, people outside, if your tone changes and you get all excited and now you look all happy and, you know, when you're talking to teachers, friends, anybody else, if you're changing your tone when you're talking about little Johnny, that's a sign that you're showing favoritism and that's not good because now the teachers and everybody else may even be very uncomfortable with that because it's clearly visible. True. That's true. And, and, you know, Carol, most of the time, and if you think about it, when you think about your children and you think about the one that you have probably the biggest issue with, if you pause and be very honest with yourself, you will, you will see that that is the one that is most like you. Because it's yeah. you upon you. <laughs> it's you against you. Yes. Right? And that's what causes that true, it. You know? you know? So, yeah. so, 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 so my son, I have three children and one is just a riot. And he is just Carlin. Right? So it's Carlin <laughs> and Carlin. And that's why sometimes it's hard because he's the one who will say why and that doesn't make any sense and you know and that's just the way i am so it's like you see yourself you can you fight yourself in the mirror that would be a fight that wouldn't end because everything yep. that you say your image is saying but the same thing so when does it end and usually the one who you have the most problem with is the one that is just like you are um, yeah. most like you yeah I told that's that's like um you said it's right because that's drina and me like you're looking i'm looking at me so oh, you fight yourself in the mirror. Are you going to ever win yourself in a fight in the mirror? Exactly. Never no, going to win. I have, I, have, I have a friend of mine that I told her that my one of my closest friends, I said, because she said, oh, my God, my daughter drives me nuts. And I said, uh, hello, your daughter drives you nuts because she's you. Uh, <laughs> yes. I said, look, I said, both of y'all are real physical, okay? The daughter, she has a punching bag in the house, and both her and the daughter beating the hell out of this punching bag. I said, I won't be surprised. I walk in this house one day, two of y'all rolling around the floor fighting each other because y'all personalities finally clash too much. And I will have <laughs> to separate you, but I see it happening because she gonna be your size one day, mm. and y'all gonna go at it, and I'm gonna come rescue you. It ain't gonna get bad, but I guarantee you, you guys gonna fight in this house one day because the daughter is everything of her. 
Okay. You know what we have to, this is the scary part. So as you interface with each child, the other children are looking on. Yes. Yes. And sometimes you are teaching sibling rivalry 101. Level yeah. one, level two, level three, level four. You are teaching all the courses in sibling rivalry because mm -hmm. they are watching how you interface with a particular child. They are listening to the things that you say about the child, whether in the child's presence or outside. Mm -hmm. And though, and that was just help to fuel the little feelings that they have, you know? Yeah. And yeah. if if mommy thinks something about you or daddy thinks something about you, then it's okay for me to think the same thing about you because mm -hmm. mommy knows best. You know, I heard mommy saying that you are annoying and I think you're annoying. That's, yeah, I think you're annoying, right? So my <laughs> six-year-old will tell me um, with every twinkle in her eye, um, mommy, you know that Dominic didn't do and he's always not doing because she, that's how I speak. That's what she hears me saying. So when she comes, she's like jumping on, this, on the team, like it's team me and you against Dominic. Sometimes that's what we do to our children. So they have to see you being fair Right. They have to see you managing conflict because sometimes as adults, we, we tell them how to solve issues, but it's easier for them to watch how we solve it. So let them see when child A does something that you're not pleased with. Let them watch how you navigate that situation. Let them listen to the things that you say. You know, I'm very disappointed in your behavior. I would have preferred if you did this. And it teaches them how to sort out their own thing. But if yes. they hear you saying you're so disgusting, you're so annoying, I can't stand when you listen to them fight in their room or in the kitchen, it's going to be the same language. Yeah. So use every confrontation with a child as a teaching moment. You are on stage. And even if you don't see the other children, they are listening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what like, like my daddy. So he was the strict one. Right. And so if um, Pat would do something, Andrea, or she's gone, we see she's gone on the road or she comes back. All of us are listening to see how daddy's going to be with that. Right. Yes, they yes. want to hear what the conversation is going to be yes. like and that kind of thing. So our children listen and we're always in the background listening. And of course, you know, we get disappointed when we realize that it is not just screaming and like, See? why is mom so calm? Why is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't need to be calm here. Don't you know what you did? This is the cue. This is the cue when you know something got on. Young miss. <laughs> When, it, young when, miss, it, when that like, is when a young miss. Conversation. We don't want to have conversation. We want drama. We want powers. <laughs> That's um, right. So we want to see the whooping. Right. Oh, the other children God. listen for that. Right. Yes. And so yes. when you have that opportunity, it's a teaching moment. Let yeah. them see how you work through issues because conflict is inevitable. It's going to happen. Yes. But as the parent, always remember that you are teaching and your children That's are right. looking on. And here, yes. listen to this now. It doesn't stop at 18. At 19 and 20 and 21 and 22, you're still watching how yeah. conflicts are handled in the family, yes, right? So you're still, you're still paying attention to how mommy deals with something and saying, well, wow, that's not how I would have done it. But you're still paying attention. And we need yeah. to understand that we will tell or we'll speak with our mouth, but our children are looking on just like how we are looking on as adults now. Very good. And, and the fact that you started... Because I that I'm, you started, I'm sorry, Reese, um, you started to talk about, Carlene, you started to talk about sibling rivalry, right? So um, one of the other things too, I love that you said that. One of the other things too is don't compare your children in front of them, right? So let's say, you know, you and Reese and, and then Mama Monica is over here 
comparing, you know, Reese, you did this or you did that, or Carlin, you did this better than this one. And that's why da, da, da. never do that as parents when you have children, because that is creating the sibling, the sibling rivalry. And it is just pointing out the flaws, right? Of one child over the other. Right. What I started doing with my kids when, when we have situations, if one does something and we have the ability to all get together, we can all get together and I'm going to talk about what happened. And the one that, because I always, I always did this with the malt and sometimes they were little, you make them think about it. Tell me what you just did. Okay. I did this. I did that. I did this. Did that make sense? And everybody's there together. So it isn't like, it isn't like, oh, daddy's going to punish her. And this is that. No, we're going to all have a conversation about this because we're going to all grow together right here, right now. Your sister did this. Let's talk about it. And I started doing this because I told them, I said, look, this ain't just one, 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 one. This is us. This is like like, doing it. Yes, exactly. I call it, we, all, we always, we got, a, we got a little group on WhatsApp and it's called the circle. This is our circle right here. It's us. We move together. So we got a problem. We deal with it. If one person did something, we all going to have a conversation about it. So you all learn and grow from it. All right. And I've told them because as they got old, now that they got, now they gotten older, I said, look, I, I, I raised you like this. All right. Because of what I've been, I've been through. Okay. And I raised you guys like this because dad isn't always going to be here. And when something goes wrong in the future and dad is not here, y'all got to pull together. One no, thing. Nobody rolls without each other. Nobody goes down. Nobody falls. Nobody stays down. Nobody falls apart. You pull them up. You pick them up. All right. And this, this, this is still going to be a circle. All right. You can't have a circle. We, we can't have a circle with all our, all our, our pieces. Dad not here. Y'all got to close the gap and do what it takes to take care of each other. All right. One and that's, that's, that's how I've always, that's how I've always, so whenever there was somebody did something wrong, we all come together and talk about it because I always said, you're going to, I want you all to learn and grow from this. All right. And like you said, I love that you said the, 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 it doesn't stop when they're 18, 19 years old. My oldest is 25 years old and she'll call me dad because they, they, they professional still are telling each other that I did this. Or I did that. Yeah. We gonna talk it out, and we get in our little group, and we we talk it out. One All thing right. I must say, I must say, when I say Jamaican, say knock on wood, our family, we are like, I'm not saying that we're the best out there, but to compare to other families, growing up in the, are, huh? Growing up in the Caribbean definitely makes you a different person. I can tell you that for a fact. It's Make just our person. family. We just for each other. Like yeah. we don't have that drama, like how you sip no sibling rivalry or all that drama, whatever. We just we always stick together. Yeah, it you makes, know it, what makes, it, makes, it definitely makes you a different person because people tell me forever I'm I'm weird and I'm like nope. We just have the I guess it's, as <laughs> I said, I guess it's the way how our parents didn't show us no favoritism or everybody was just. You're getting a whooping, you're getting a whooping. It is what it is. Same yeah. for you, but yeah. you know, it is. So we, yeah. you know, yeah. so I thank God for that. I thank I'm God. I want to 
I want to just because we have to wrap up this segment soon. So I just want to mention real quickly because we have some amazing guests who like to take notes. So that's one of the things we also do here, Carlin. Um, we just give people a chance to take a few notes down because, you know, we're talking right now, we're joking and we're laughing and stuff, but there are people who are really, you know, grappling with some of these issues and they may not know what to do. So let me just run off a few real quickly and then I'll have you add a couple bit, a couple more um, if you, if it comes to your mind. So if you have children, all right, just to avoid their sibling rivalry, because you may not, as parents, you may not realize that you're doing this, but you're fueling these, yeah. the sibling rivalry with what you're doing. So as parents, you really want to play, pay close attention to this and do not fuel this and take note of some of the stuff that even Andre just talked about and how he deals with his children. But I want to mention a few more real quickly. Um, one, let also not one, you should have been taking some notes already, but another sure. one is let your children know that violence is unacceptable. Of course, um, stay out of your children's arguments. This is kind of similar to what Carlin just talked about you know, when the children are dealing with some of their issues together, don't jump in the middle of their arguments and stuff because they're smart enough. Of course, there is no violence and you have to reinforce that, but don't jump in the middle because they will resolve their issues. Of course, you, you as a parent, you're going to want to oversee everything, but they can settle it amongst themselves, especially if they're older, you know, um, yeah. they, they can settle it amongst themselves. Um, one thing too is don't punish one child in front of the other. Um, Andre, you said you talk to them and you ask them, you know, does this make sense, et cetera. Yeah, that's yeah. a discussion. That's a family yeah, discussion. Yeah, yeah. That's very different from actually punishing a child in front of the other ones because that's belittling, you know, one of yeah, the kids. Yeah. But right? if, you, if you make them think, when, when the time you start making them think and justify what they did, then they really got to contemplate, okay, that, that didn't make sense and I'm going to have to do better next time. So, yeah. Punish, punishment. Yeah, you sometimes you sometimes you gotta get your ass beat. It's it's, it's a fact. But right. sometimes you stop them and make them think too. Stop them. Yeah. Think about this for a minute, okay? Yeah. And when you got and when you gotta look at your brothers and sisters in the room, and I tell them all the time, ain't none of you smarter than the other. All of y'all equally intelligent, okay? So when I tell you, did that make sense? And you gotta look at your brothers and sisters. Some, sometimes they look to their brothers and sisters and ask for opinion or whatever the case, and it, it made them grow and it made them think more. And yep. it, it, it has really helped, all right? It has really helped. And um, one of the big things we talked about this, Carlin talked about it, you talked about it, Andre, is spend time with each child. Got to, got to. Okay, that's a big, big whoop. Yeah. Big, yeah. Spend time, big whoop, yes. Yeah. Spend time with each child because that's how you're reinforcing even their self-esteem and making them comfortable, etc. So that you can take limit this sibling rivalry that may occur. Now, yeah. Carlin, did I forget anything that you wanted to mention? Um, you know, one of the important things to do as parents is to teach your children empathy. Teach them how to put themselves in another person's circumstance. Help them how to understand how somebody else might be feeling 
about a circumstance. That's very important for them to learn. Um, it's all well and good for you to express how you feel when something happens. But what if you were Reese? How do you think she's feeling? This thing has happened to her. How do you think she feels? And you have to learn empathy. Um, it's, it's something that helps you right throughout life and children need to understand they are not too young they are resilient they can understand the idea of empathy and as parents you need to teach them that so they understand how somebody else is feeling how it feels to be in somebody else's shoe right and so and to say if you were feeling that way or if you were in that circumstance how would you want to be treated and that helps them to kind of temper how they deal with persons that's very important um to teach them how to empathize with each other too late to fix Reese, though <laughs> if what i said it's too late to fix Reese. <laughs> too late no. that, that <laughs> ship that ship has long sailed <laughs> you did say um don't take sides and um you did yeah. say no violence i just want to extend the no violence to mean you know, set boundaries in your household. So it's no violence, no name calling, no belittling, that kind of thing. So they right. know that that is not allowed. Yep. No yes. physical that confrontation, that's not allowed. Right? Absolutely. So it's important to set, to set those boundaries from very early so they know that once they go over that, um, you know, this is something that you should not have done because this, as a rule, you don't do that, right? And because we are human, and it might happen when it does happen, you know it's time to apologize because you went outside of, you know, what is allowed, out of the limits. So that's right. important. Absolutely. Thank you. Now, um, Andre, before we wrap up completely, Andre, I know that you had some juicy sibling rivalry that you <laughs> wanted to share. You and your drama. Okay. <laughs> All right, so so, but keep stop, it short. Stop. Keep it short. Okay, we we gotta keep it short. I want to hear we it. Stop. We stopped at um. Mom bought the little sister a house straight out of college. Yeah. Okay. And um, we all were well. I thought we were good. Okay, because we would do the usual family thing, Christmas together, all that kind of stuff. And the the little sister would always get the impressive this and the present. Like oh, whatever. Okay. Um. Mom started getting older. Dad started getting older. They're retiring now. And it's time to think about moving. Mom wants to move to Pennsylvania. They buy a house in Pennsylvania. And I, being the son, the responsibility totally landed on me to get mom and dad moved to Pennsylvania. I'm a professional driver. I, I go, okay, mom and dad need to move. I got this. I got this. I'm going to give up my vacation time. And I'm going to pack up mom. I'm going to get the biggest U-Haul truck I could find. It's this monster U-Haul truck. And I fill that truck up. I move. Get them all to Pennsylvania. Yada, yada, yada. They're in Pennsylvania. They moved in the house. I set up. I put up curtains. I drag a refrigerator in the house. That damn thing falls on me. I don't give a damn. I'm moving my parents. Yes, the refrigerator fell on me. I'm moving my parents, though. Okay? We all done. We moved in. Yada, yada, yada. Um, six months later, they refinanced the house and put the house in my little sister's name. <laughs> wow so how how did that make the relationship between the two of you how did that affect it, it, it what, on my side i thought you know what it's 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 a little bit tense but that's my little sister um and i already known that she 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 was the favorite okay 
So now they're living in Pennsylvania. There's a couple of properties in New, in New York because my mom had um, had learned real estate back in the days and she was gonna sell real estate, but she used the stuff that she learned from real estate to really build something for herself. And she, she would buy foreclosure homes and stuff like that and renovate them and rent them out. And I started noticing, cause I used to help maintain the home, ma maintain the houses that she bought, houses, condos, stuff like that. Cause I fix repair, all kind of stuff. And I started noticing there was less stuff to fix all the time. Every time a couple of years go by, oh, where's this property? Oh, we sold it. Oh, where's this property? Oh, we sold it. And I started realizing the little sister was talking mom into slowly selling all the properties. Really? Yeah. And it didn't make sense to me, okay, until it was time to sell the family house, which I was living in, and it was supposed to go to me. And um, my sister was like, well, um, you're going to have to assume the mortgage, so you're going to have to get along. And I'm like, why are you talking to me about it? Why is the mom talking to me about it? She said, oh, because th this house is in my name now. Wow. Oh. <laughs> uh andre so then i when i started talking to mom i realized why all the properties were getting sold all on this is this is going to be the kicker why all the properties were getting sold and my sister was talking my mom into selling all the properties because by this time they had also put their bank account in her name oh well so all these properties were she, getting sold. she's got game she needs to tell me how she did yeah, all she was, this stuff. she was she was she was she, she was is quite her. clever andre she you need a show for yourself <laughs> we need to have a show with us here in this tea. This is girl, tea. Girl, this, this story right here is about this much, and I can't even make. I can imagine. About eight, I, figure my hand was about eight foot tall, and this that story about eight. Girl, how girl, old is man. this one? Huh? How old is this sister? How old is this sister now? She is thirty. Is it like where does she fall in between the siblings? Middle. She's the, she's oh, the youngest. Youngest. She's the youngest. She's the youngest. youngest. Yeah, yeah. She's the youngest. I mean, and youngest by a lot. Okay. Yeah, it's very common from what you know, and Carlin can say more about that than than I could even say. But it's very common for the youngest child to become the favorite, and that is a yeah, source. She's she's the baby. She's the baby, the and they, they, they baby her and baby her and baby her. So right. all the property got all the property slowly got sold. Mind you, this was supposed to be my parents' retirement money that was going to wow. finance them until wow. whenever. All these really properties, sad. all these properties are gone. Well, there's there's one left. There's one left. Okay. Oh, I've, oh, I got. There was one left, and I was told, oh, there's one property left. We're going to give it to you. And I was like, cool. Okay. I thought for once I came up in the world. Hey, look, <laughs> they remembered about me. Oh, we're going to give it to you, but it stays in your sister's name. So you can't sell it. Oh, wow. Wow. She's the big boss. <laughs> Andre, the... you're not telling us something. You done left us some out of this door. All right. What, what did me. you do wrong? What my the mother, you my mother. My mother was of the opinion, you are, you are the man. You can fend for yourself. You'll be fine. Got you. Told me that once. That was the other one she told me once. Wow. All right. <laughs> You're a man. You can fend for yourself. You'll be fine. Wow. Look, girl, I've been yes. through it. But like I said, that's my fuel. So then she told me the house, the family house is in her name and gave me, I believe, three months to either come up with a mortgage or move out. Okay, 
I got an ultimatum from my little sister. Okay. And after a month was about a month left to move out. She called me and said, you have not moved out yet. What's going on? I said, yo, you don't get to tell me what to do. I don't care if the house is in your name. Okay. I will stay until I'm ready to leave. Okay. The house is paid off. You're not losing anything. Okay. That's and when it was this, this situation usually happens when the parents are die and before the month before the person is even cold in the ground, they start fighting over the house. But yeah, this is happening even before. No, but this is the perfect example of what we've just we've been talking about all day. This yeah. situation should have been monitored and controlled by the parents. Okay, that's the problem, the right? Parent there. My did mom. not fix the situation exactly and she that's actually fostered this. That was the problem, right? My mom fostered the situation. When the situation got bad, she didn't want to hurt my little sister's feelings. Right. My little right. sister's feelings have became the priority. We don't right. want to make, they would, they would literally always, always say, we don't want to make Heidi upset. We don't want to make oh, Heidi upset. We don't want to make Heidi upset. I'm sorry about that experience. No, nah, you don't, lady, you don't, you don't, you don't have, you don't have to apologize. But yeah, you're strong now. <laughs> and you, you've burnt, you okay. use that as your fuel to, to better yeah. yourself yeah. and for All your right. kids as well, which is wonderful. Not everybody is a, has the strength that you have, but I hope that, you know, the folks who are listening can really hear your story, learn yeah. from it. And all the parents out there, please, 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 please. If you've gotten nothing from the show today, listen to Andre's example and please do not repeat the mistakes that his no. parents did. Okay. No, because you, don't, you don't want that stuff running down the line. You don't. You no. want them to be able to smile. That's really bad. Right. And then even long after the parents are gone, this could have this terrible resentment issues with the siblings yes. for years to come. And then with their siblings, you know, their yes. children years yep. to come, because it's going to be this long feud years yep. from now. Yeah, well, my daddy said your daddy was this and my, you know, all for years to come. Exactly. And that's just, just, it's a terrible thing. So- exactly. Yeah, exactly. for everybody right. listening, I'm so sorry, Andre, but I, I know you're fine now. Thank you for sharing your story yeah. for the listeners, you know, for their benefit. And yeah. um, Carlin, did you have anything you wanted to, to take us out with today? Because you are the expert, you are the regional director. Bye. Um, of, and I want to repeat your title for folks who joined us late. Um, this is Carlin Stewart from, she's the Regional Director of Child Protection and Family Services Agency. So Carlin has been just really educating us about the effects, long-term effects, short-term, et cetera, and what you should be avoiding as parents, okay? Right, so I just wanted to, to say in closing that um, conversations like this um, is what we need. So parents might not want to sign up for a parenting seminar or, you know, to, to maybe you don't have an incident happening at home that would bring social workers into your household. But when you have platforms like this where the conversation can be had, nice and relaxing, but still giving information, that's where we need to get to. With not only sibling rivalry, but any other issue that affects us and affects our families, this is a move in the right direction so that we can give advice we can listen to persons who have gone through it. I like the balance on the, on, on, the, on the platform because so I have the theory and I can tell you the things that I've seen, but 
nothing is better than an actual experience. So we have Andre who is here and willing to speak and, you know, just getting all of us together on a platform like this for thousands of people to hear is a move in the right direction because it doesn't make any sense. We hide that these things are happening. Mm. And, you know, I am very encouraged when we, we have, we're not afraid to go out and take the sensitive topics and talk about them, you yeah, know, absolutely. and have honest, frank discussion. So, you know, kudos to, to the team at Your Turn Radio, My Turn Radio, um, because it really is all of our turn to, to, to speak about these issues and to put the experience that we have on the table to help each other. Exactly. You know, so there are persons yeah. who are not on, on the platform now talking, but they are listening and they are taking notes and they are learning and they are identifying with some of these things. And that's really the way to go. And as yeah. parents, you know, in closing, we don't have to beat up on ourselves. We just have to be real. We just have to have that honest conversation. And I'm happy about presenting like this because we're not in a room full of people asking them to always raise your hands if you yes. think you are guilty of this. Because sometimes that's just too much in yeah. the in the quiet comfort of their homes they can listen and they can do their self-introspection and walk away from this program saying you know i need to do better in this area or you know i need to i need to continue doing what i'm doing because we might have people who are getting it right yeah. and at least they are getting the confirmation that they are getting it right yes. and so you know we just want to encourage all the parents who are listening you know don't beat up on yourself if you have made a few mistakes the, 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 the whole idea is not to stay, you know, in error, but just to learn. But you have to be honest, right? You have to step out of that denial that, oh, this could never happen to me. This is the other parent. No, it might be you. And if it is you, yes. if it is you, what steps will you take? Every time I do a training on parenting, I'm teaching myself all over again, you know, yeah. because the first thing to do is to be honest with you, and say, you know, I need to, I need to do better. So when we look at this conversation, we can wear many hats. You can either be the parent or you can be the sibling who, who might be in the middle of sibling rivalry, right? Or you can be the sibling that is looking on and seeing something that needs to be fixed in your family. But all in all, we have to help each other. We have to be comfortable to share with each other the things that we need to, to improve. And most of all, in closing, Let's not be judgmental. Let's not be judgmental. Yes. Let, let's yes. not decide why it is that Andre's mother treated him like that. Let's not decide that, oh, it must have been because. No, let's just take information as it is. We're not judging anybody. We're just all trying to help each other to be the very best version of exactly. themselves. And yes, my dear. That's exactly. right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Charlotte, now. now she's trying to claim you. Out here. You see now. Now she's trying to claim you. Now she's <laughs> but, Charlie, the baby brother it's not me it's the baby brother who's the favorite he yeah, is the favorite I thank you I thank you guys so much this has been so enlightening and I'm going to leave it there because Carlin you said everything that I would have said at the end right there this is why we do this show because, and I'm telling you, I will say this, I guess I do have one thing to say. 
we do separately get a lot of comments from people who just because they're not commenting etc they hear it right and like you said they're quietly listening at home and it's not we're not pointing fingers at them so they feel relaxed and encouraged to fix whatever mistakes that they're making you know and that's what we're here for okay that's we and our motto on this show Reese, come on let's go girl what's our motto on this show here we go more empathy more compassion and less judgment you got it less judgment i didn't even notice yeah that's our that's our thing that is our motto nobody can't judge me that's our motto on this show and this is why we 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 work so hard to present these topics and we let everybody know there's no judgment on this show we're not judging you we're not going to put you on blast we're here to chat and andre i love you to bits because you talked with us honestly today i'm going to tell you i'm going to tell you it straight because my thing is it might help somebody and if it it helps somebody i'm happy Yes. Okay. Thank you. I'm so a lot of people would not be as open as you and willing. No, no, no. Look, no. I always get people. I always get people. Shh, you shouldn't tell people that. But how is it, <laughs> how is it gonna help some? Don't tell nobody that. Don't put That's your Cara, business out on the street. Yeah. Don't put don't put your business out there. Don't put your business out on the street. but then but then but then down the somebody. But then down the road, they'll come to me and they go, you know, I love how outspoken you are. You need to make up your mind. <laughs> listen, when I talk and people listen, I don't want to be like Reese. So let me listen to what she said and do what I need to do. So, oh, so don't, I don't end up like her. We don't want two Reese's right. in the place, right? All so. right, Miss Crazy <laughs> Lady. Well, thank you, Carlin. Thank you so much. We love you for coming. And hopefully... Um, you will come back because we do have more children's topics. We have a rundown and we will let you know the next time we're doing the children topic um, because we, we cover all the big heavy topics on here. No topic is too heavy for us. Well, right. we try to make sure, you know, because we get the experts who can talk about it. It's not just me and Reese's opinion. Right. Uh, so we thank you guys um, so much for having me. I had a good I had a good chat with you all. I had you, a rough dear. day. And it's kind of a nice end. So I appreciate I your knowledge. Thank you so much. Appreciate right. you, my dear. We'll chat with you soon. Okay, take care and thank Hopefully you for having me. that little me. baby who's been itching to get your attention. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> right, take care. Oh, Bye, my dear. Bye, Pat. Okay. Bye, darling. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. So, Reese, what's our next segment? You're going to play it. Play it, play it, play it. We're doing okay. our business spotlight. We are doing our business for our Lord. She just boasts it's an old, old oh, day. Yeah. Hold on. All right. I'm going to have to. It's leave. time uh, to talk about you and what you do. It's our business spotlight. <laughs> That's right. That's the welcome you get. <laughs> That's right. So, Mr. Andre, you were telling me something. I'm going to have to leave you now. Um, yes. Okay. Thank you, sir. Andre. Uh, we will talk. Okay. Yes. All right. Bye, everyone. Thank you so bye. much. You know, we love you here on the show. Thanks for coming. You always You're such welcome. a big supporter. We love you. Okay. Love Back you soon. Too. Well, hey. yes. It's our business spotlight. And yes. with that, welcome, welcome, welcome. So, everybody, guess who we have 
on the show right now. So I'm not going to put her in the spotlight to make her feel nervous, but her name is Glynis Nieves. I said that right, right? Yes, Glynis? you did. Thank you. Yes. Glynis Nieves, and I want to welcome you so much to our show, our business spotlight, where every week we just, and, and as you can see, we just chat on the show. So please be feel comfortable. <laughs> We're just chatting. I'd like and to know your girlfriends. <laughs> absolutely. So I want to welcome you to our show here, a little show that we call um, Let's Connect. And um, I want to mention the name of the program that you're representing, um, Glynis, if you could tell us it's the, hold on, I want to get the name right. It's the Miami School of the Arts, yes. correct? Yes, Miami School of the Arts, the program that you're from. So we're going to spotlight you today. And every week, we just like to spotlight somebody else. And, you know, because that's what we're here for. We bring the heavy topics. We also spotlight those folks who have something to share and to chat about. So today, it's you, my dear. So welcome. Yay. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's, it's been a so, pleasure to just hear what young gentleman had to say before me. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, oh. it's it's. Um, I'm so glad that you feel that way and that you said that. But I want to hear a little bit about you and the Miami School of the Arts. So if you could tell us a little bit about you and the School of the Arts. Okay, well, the School of the Arts was uh, started about three years ago. Okay. I started it with uh, six other teachers who we were teaching at another music school and we decided to strike out on our own to start a completely new program uh, to inspire young artists, not only to do one discipline, but to think of the arts as a whole brain approach. So we started it in the Bird Road Art District, which is an art district that has been around for quite a while. And it's a, one of the classic art districts and it's up and coming. It's a little gem in Miami, right oh. off Bird Road. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of galleries, little galleries there. And it's a little gem that's been around for quite a while. And now it's seeing a little resurgence with new businesses and arts dealings there. Oh, excellent. What's the name of the district you mentioned? The Bird Road Arts District. Bird Road. See, I'm from the New York, New Jersey area, so I'm not familiar with it. And that's where I'm chatting with you from right now. Um, Reese, Reese is in Florida, but she's, she's not in Miami. But Reese, are you familiar? No, I'm from, I'm in Broward County. I really don't go down that side that much. So I don't really know, but it's okay. good to know for when I start. Yes, you know, Miami is the center of, of the arts districts down here with Wynwood, And we have a lot of different little districts and Birdwood Art District is one of them that's up and coming. So we have some breweries, some galleries, um, a lot of different little uh, gems that are in there and within there we're nestled in there as well oh that's so, amazing i love that and you said you started the program like maybe about three years ago you mentioned yes it's going to be our three-year anniversary now in october okay um and we've been teaching uh piano voice art percussion okay and guitar mm -hmm. and we to all to children and um we basically have a, a whole brain approach, which means that we're not just teaching them to learn an instrument 
and they come to their piano lesson and they go home. So what we realize is that if you give, for example, if you put someone to play baseball, the baseball player, you don't give them a ball in the bat and tell them, okay, go outside and practice on your own. You usually put them in a team. You put them to play with others and that's how they learn teamwork and camaraderie, right? Right. So a lot of times people don't think of musicians like that and you go and you have, you go to a piano teacher's house and you sit there and take your lessons and then you're expected to motivate yourself. Well, right. music is really not made for that. It's made for you to play with others. So not only do we have uh, private lessons, but we also teach that whole brain approach in terms of having them come into group lessons and having them experience the camaraderie of playing with others and learning different things from others. So we have lessons and we also have group lessons and band lessons within the program. Okay, excellent. Mm -hmm. So what are the age ranges of, of the students? Oh, we teach anyone from five years old uh, to my oldest student is in university. Oh, so we teach the gamut of all of them. A lot of our students are also in Magnus program. So we help them get into the Magnus program to continue doing other things. Right. And in terms of the arts as well. So we tutor them in terms of playing piano or getting ready for auditions for other things as well within all those instruments. Okay. So we have a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, we have a lot of different programs. Instead of just having piano recitals uh, as classically done, we try to have different music festivals. We also are working on different showcases that we're going to put uh, around town, around our town, and around, we want to try to, showcase it in different arts festivals since right that was going to be my next question to say mm -hmm. when you're done and you're showcasing because you know when it for any kind of artistic program that's the end result that you're looking forward to right the dance the the, the music they want to perform absolutely you know? so you know where do you showcase and when it, when is the next one maybe well, we're working on different showcases at the okay. moment, actually. Um, now that everything's been opening up, we're working on a jazz showcase that we're probably oh. going to premiere around uh, Valentine's, Jazz for Lovers. Okay. And um, we will premiere also a one, one in the holidays. And we're starting up this month with just a showcase of all of our students um, showing what they've been doing during this entire pandemic time. So we have a lot of different showcases that we're going to be doing. We're going to start showcasing them in the Bird Road Art District with times to be determined. But we're going to be partnering with others in the Bird Road Art District. Okay. And, and we're going to be playing and having the different festivals that are going to be happening now that things are opening up. So it's a really exciting time. That is exciting. And, and yeah. about when do you think that you'll have the showcase? Around when? Well, the, the next one that we have is going to be in a couple of weeks. Oh. Um, and that's uh, the one that we're going to have um, right off the Day County Youth Fair. And then the other showcases will be in the Bird Arts District, probably uh, around the time of Art Basel. We want to try to bring that whole thing together since the entire world comes down to Miami to see the galleries and everything. We want to showcase the music and the art that we have as well. Okay. 
That sounds fantastic. So all of you folks who are listening, if you're in that region and you're looking for some entertainment, now this is the place that you want to go. You might want to go check out this program, check out the showcase. I know I love music. I love dance. For me, yes. <laughs> that's where I would be. <laughs> I love the dancing. Me too. <laughs> that's definitely what I do with, with the students as well. That's why we teach them all sorts of different music. We have jazz, dance, rock. So every showcase is a little bit different so that everyone can be entertained. Uh, is there any cultural dances as well or not really? We wanted to. Yes, absolutely. We, we usually have a Spanish one since we have such a huge Latin presence in Miami, of course. Yeah. Uh, we usually have an entire Latin showcase as well. So uh, we're working a little bit on that, but we might be going to another uh, festival for that. But definitely, we will definitely be doing that. We don't like to pigeonhole ourselves into one type of art. We like to spread it around and show our versatility. Right. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot more exciting that way. Of course. I need to, I need to learn some salsa. Oh, well, down here. You got to come over here to Miami. I, I went to a Zumba class. And, I, you know, cause, and let me tell you, it's a lot because they use a lot of salsa and all of that thing. And yes. girl, by the time I was, man, there was a granny there that was doing better than me with the salsa. <laughs> a granny was doing better than you. He put me to shame. That's right. Man, I was like, this is not as easy. You see how they're flowing? It is not as easy as it looks. Yeah. <laughs> it looks Nothing gorgeous but, and beautiful. I love it. Indeed. I love that precision and uh, and if you're not accustomed to moving certain body parts then i would imagine that yeah granny was like lady step aside let me show you how it's done ah, step aside youngin yeah let me show you how this is done that spanish dance i love it i love it it is the best workout of life the best workout of life is just putting on heels and going out dancing that's definitely the best way to stay in shape Going out dancing, yes. Putting on heels, I don't know about that. I don't that. know about the heels. <laughs> that's, right. that's, that's the way I stay in shape. It's <laughs> fun. Yes, I love it. For me, I don't know about the heels either, but I love mm. dancing. That oh, I love the salsa. I used to, um, the college, I went to um, City College of New York here in, um, in New York. And on campus, there were so many Latino. Um, the population was very large. And I used to hear salsa, merengue, and all that stuff all day, every day. So it just got in me <laughs> for years. I love yeah. it. I always wanted to, to, to learn how to do it. But, you know, we are Caribbean people, you know, and we're from Jamaica. So we've got the rhythm anyway. That's right. That's right. You know? oh. Some of us have the rhythm, not everybody. <laughs> some of us. <laughs> I take it. Well, you, you might have, some of us might have it in our hips. Some of us might have it in our hearts. You oh, can't tell me it. I'm not a dancer because what I, she said, I see myself in my head. In your head. <laughs> but what is that? All in your head I, might be a little bit different from what comes out though. Right, Reese? I'm telling you, I'm t like, you'd be like, what the hell dance are you doing? The merengue, that is not the merengue. You think it's in my head, it's the merengue, right? <laughs> but then you know what? But this is where the Miami School of the Arts come in. If you need some lessons. You may have your oldest student yet. No. She said she had university. That's right. And maybe her oldest student. No, my oldest student. Well, yes. maybe you are the oldest student. <laughs> yes. 
learn some merengue and some salsa. Be learning. Always good to be learning, especially when it's something fun. It doesn't feel like it's learning. So it's okay, right? And, and especially if I'm going to have a Latino partner to teach me. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, right. I want Here goes the motivation. One. I want one. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure we can I deal with that. One, I want a one to teach me. He'd be my, my, um, my instructor. Gotcha. Oh, you want one. Be your instructor girl. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you're I'm so silly you are a mess <laughs> you are a mess but you know Glynis what I want to ask also this probably I'm pretty sure this affected you uh, as well the school um being that we're we've been in a pandemic for yeah. lord what feels like forever yeah. right yeah. now you know and not being able to like really hang out like we used to you know, has this, how has this affected you all? Oh, Lord. I mean, obviously it's affected the whole world and musicians are made to play together and to play together, you have to be in the same room. So being, not being able to play together, we've actually all gone into our homes and still keep, kept on creating. So what I found is most people that are in the arts have worked on their own skills. They've honed their skills. They've all either recorded solo projects, painted their own, um, done on their own sculptures, painted masterpieces. You know, they've gone, they've gone internal and, and really taken the time to hone their craft. So it's given us the gift of time, if you think about it, because someone that's going to create is always going to keep on creating. Right. Sometimes we're running around so much that we don't have that time. So the pandemic kind of gave us a little bit of a gift of time that we didn't have before and that we took for granted as well. Right. So right. I most of the artists that I know actually did a lot with the time. They were like, oh, okay, well, I have all this time. Huh, let me practice more. Okay, hey, let me try this. And we all had that time. That's why all of us de decorated our homes, cleaned out every closet while we just played and practiced and Sing, sing. And if you had other family members that were doing the same thing, then hey, I mean, I, I was in a house with a with my brother who's a guitar player and my niece is a singer and I'm the piano player. So oh, we were okay. You, mean, yeah, you guys were having a concert in the house. Yeah. yeah. You didn't so, miss anything. We were okay. <laughs> we, were, we were okay. I wish I had a family like that that had all that music in the house. Mm. I, I wouldn't care about the all. pandemic. Right. I even learned how to cook and everything. Wow. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Another I, art. I started yeah. that in so, the beginning. So I started that in the beginning of the pandemic. You know, I would look up recipes and this and that. And, oh, let me try this. And ooh. Right. now I'm so tired. I'm like, oh, please. <laughs> well, we're, we're, back. To we're back. We're back to, okay, now we can kind of go out. So, hey, I'll do that instead. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So I know that not everywhere is as open or back, as you said. I know that, um, like, New York, the theater district and stuff has reopened. So they're back on, like, some of those Broadway plays and theaters and stuff. So that's the same there where you are in Miami? Yes. Um, just so reopening. Slowly but surely, we're opening up. That's why we're doing it cautiously. And I can't tell you like every single day, 
Yeah. Because we more or less plan, just like anybody else, we can plan with some caution. And um, but there are a lot of arts here in Miami in terms of things to do outside since it's hot all the time and it's been the summer. Um, we don't have all those issues uh, like you guys do in New York with it being colder or hotter. It's just yeah. kind of always it's oh, always making me so jealous right now. <laughs> so Sorry. Um, it's always beach weather. So um, we have a lot of different concerts that they've made outside. Which are quite, quite, been quite curiously, very well that we've had all over Miami that I've been visiting and seeing how they're doing it in terms of being able to stay six feet apart and all that. And it's going pretty well. It's going pretty well. People are very respectful of doing it because they really want the arts to continue to thrive. So it's really, really happening in a nice way. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that was one of the mm -hmm. big questions that I wanted to ask about because, you know, we're just creeping back to certain things and with people being cautious, um, still, a, lot, a whole lot of people who are still very weary of that, um, being that the type of business that you guys have, you know, yes. I figured it must have affected you somewhat in your I, I really haven't had a, an issue with it. And actually, uh, the kids have been wonderful. So the kids have, you know, kids are used to being led. So whatever you tell them, they're going to do. So we've never had a problem with anyone not wanting to wear a mask or abiding by whatever rule. But we've had uh, some things outside as well. So I haven't encountered that problem. Um, I don't know if other schools have had the same suit, but I think on the most, most schools, you know, want things to continue and the kids to be safe. So for the most part, that's, that's where I've heard about it, at least over here on our end in Miami, which is not what they say out there about Miami, but at least for the most part where I've been, that's what I've experienced. Have you guys experienced that? Um, up here, for the most part, most people are in nothing is really happening outside you know mm -hmm. for for a while now um it wasn't happening at all and a few people may have been getting together and doing things but it wasn't like widespread right. um permitted to do all of that yeah like in i said Broward, new york is just starting to come back what in racing Broward, we, in Broward, we have stuff going on i just yes. don't go to them i don't yes. go to all of them i go i'll go to small gatherings yeah but the big stuff mm -mm. i yeah. don't know that I, i'm not ready yet yeah well i've gone to some of the things in your broward and the people are pretty um they're respectful you know it's been outside uh the hollywood arts walk right, right. around your house i went to that and i was respectful everything was kind of far yeah. apart and it was it was well done people were were calm and um there weren't a lot of people either so that was that was key as well. They spread it out, so it was interesting. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of Jamaican parties that's happening. Oh, where there is a lot of crowd. Where in Broward? In Broward? Oh, okay. So I don't go to those, but you do have where they have a lot of you know, you know Jamaicans. They love to party, and the pandemic. I understand how they feel like being cooped up and not being able to go out, but still at the same time, I'm like still weary oh know? yes so yeah. i don't pick and choose where i go right that's, that's really the the main thing we have to do as well uh we always obviously have that uh if you go to winwood it's a little bit more um concentrated the population is a little more concentrated there 
So sometimes, some nights it might get pretty. I always hear about Wynwood. It's an art district or something like that. It's a huge art district where um, the whole world comes to. (laughs) Yeah, because I Um, see where they have like art shows and book shows. And it always, I have to check it out. The whole world converges on Wynwood, uh, especially in for in October for the Three Points Festival and in December for Art Basel, where everything converges there. That's Art Basel. That's where I hear the, okay. Yes, Art Basel is an art exhibition that really there's only four in the world and Miami is one of them. So uh, main art part is going to be in the Miami Beach Convention Center, where I think it's about 400 galleries are converging there at a normal time. And then every other gallery it everywhere in Dade is part of our Basel as well. Mm, so I think I want to galleries have openings and all that. It's always the first weekend of December, like okay. everywhere in Miami. Mm-hmm. Gotta remember that. Yeah, absolutely. First weekend right. of December. Our Basel, yes. Because now I'm as I, I was telling the girls earlier that I'm I want to do something different. I'm always in the club or doing that normal stuff. I want something else, you know, step out of the box. So that's something that I've never done. Oh, right. let me know. We'll definitely yeah. do that. Definitely. Go. Yeah. yeah. I'm your girl. Absolutely. And for everybody else who's listening, who feels the same way as you do, Reese, because I'm sure there are a whole lot of people and especially now too. Yeah. Um, everybody's stuck in the house. They're looking for things to do or people who were, even though they're back to work, they may be, you know, working from home, et cetera, but you're looking for something stimulating, yeah. something exciting to different. do, something different you know, then give it a chance. Give this a chance. The Miami School of the Arts. And you heard Glennis just talked about even um, the art basel. This is happening the first weekend of December, but the showcase is happening even before then. But for people who want to see your your listing of events, um, Glennis, where would they find it? Uh, They can check it out on our website, uh, miamischooloftheartscom and we're also on Instagram and on Facebook. So all of our events and our planning and what we're doing goes on there. So you can definitely check us out there whenever you guys want. We post there quite frequently and we put whatever we're doing there. You can have a bird's eye view of what's going on on there all the time. Okay. So for those folks who may be writing this down or you want, I'm going to repeat it for you. It's the Miami School of the Arts.com. Miami School of the Arts.com. Okay, so that's on the website. You can go out there and check it out for yourself and see the listing of everything. But you say you're on IG, Glennis. What's the IG handle? Miami School of the Arts. Okay, perfect. And also, is that the same handle on Facebook? Yes, it is. The same all the way across. Makes it simple. Simple, and I like it. Consistent. Yes. Okay. It's the same thing everywhere, everybody. So, because there's so many people who, some people like I Instagram more than they like Facebook or vice versa or whatever. It's the same across the board. So whichever one you prefer, just go out there, take a look. Or if you don't have any of those on your social media, but you can, you know, go on Google and look it up. Miami school of the arts.com and you'll find it and go check it out. So if yes. you're if you're okay with going out and checking out some of these events, I mean, feel free. 
I know I'm excited about the theaters opening back up here in New York and stuff like that. I'm still watching to see what's happening. I don't know if I'm going out there just yet, but um, for everybody who are like Reese, looking for something different to do, yeah. you know, please, we're encouraging you. We just want you to know we're bringing the information right to you. But there was another question I had for you, Glennis. Being that we've been in this pandemic for a while also, did you do any of your instructions, maybe not you personally, but any of the teachers um, over Zoom or online? Uh, definitely, definitely. I think the whole world went on Zoom at the yeah. same time, which was that March, that fateful March, which changed the world. Oh my uh, God. We definitely all learned how to use Zoom and what Zoom was about and learned every in or and out and every nook and cranny of Zoom. Right. So, so right now, if somebody's looking on Zoom for... as well as all my other teachers. Oh, great. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. Um, you're, you were breaking up, so I, I ended up cutting you off. Um, but so right now, right now, even though you guys are opening back up and you're going to have some shows and some concerts that you're looking to do, um, can people still get instructions over Zoom or, or will you continue oh, that even for a while to come? Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, I think it's a wonderful platform and it actually affords us the versatility of being able to have a lesson if, you know, if, if it's raining outside or something yes. happens in the car or the, the kid couldn't get a ride. So it's actually a great platform for having that and, and continuing the education regardless. So I, I, I would continue to use Zoom throughout regardless of where we're, what we're doing or if we're teaching kids um, in our hometown or in another hometown. So absolutely. Excellent. I, you know, because that would have been one of my main questions if I wanted to join or like our, we have guests and listeners or I do call them our guests also, our guest co-hosts, they're from all over the world right. um, who have joined into the show as well. So if somebody right now is in Jamaica and say, listen, I would like to be, you know, so they can, I'm just letting you all know as our audience, you can reach out, you still can have access to these um, trainings, okay? So just an FYI for everybody who are listening, okay? Don't feel like you can't um, benefit from this program. Right. For, I know for me on a personal level too, even though I'm here in the US, I, even if I were in Florida, I would have been like, um, can I do this over Zoom with you? <laughs> I'm Absolutely. <laughs> I'm one of those people. That's fine. Absolutely. Everybody right now it's everyone's level of comfort. Yeah. And um what you know what what you're you're willing to do. So, you know, I think right now everyone understands. So, that platform gives us that range to be able to do that. So, it's whatever you like. And, and the teacher wonderful that we're able to oh, sorry. Okay. Excellent. My apologies. I was losing you a little bit. So sometimes um, I don't realize that you were still talking. I wanted to ask you uh, one more question, though, because you mentioned about, you know, everyone like the teachers staying home and they're learning different things and which is fantastic. But the backgrounds, you don't have to say specifically all of their backgrounds, but were they did they go to school to learn this specifically what they're they're teaching or how did that come about? What type of background do they have? 
Yes, actually, all my all the teachers that we have all have studied our discipline. Um, even our our percussion teacher has like about 30 years of experience awesome. uh, playing. He still gigs and everything. So we uh, half of the teachers are still gigging musicians. Uh, they, they're still recording artists and as well as the teachers in the school. So they have a good handle on the whole approach of being able to teach and, and teach the kids all those different nooks and crannies of playing music, not just like learning lessons, but we also teach them how to record that or how to use their instrument or how to um, use the technology that they're so used to and put the, the music instrument with it. So that's what I mean by the whole brand of punch, yes. Great. I, I just wanted to ask that again for the audience, people who are listening. So don't feel like, okay, what kind of school is this? No, I am asking these questions just so you all know that this is a good school. The teachers are well-trained. You're getting experts at what they do and they're bringing their expertise to you. Okay. So go ahead and check them out on the Miami School of the Arts. I'm looking at your website right now. So um, everybody pull it up. And as usual, the links are going to be, once we're done with the show, you all know the show gets posted, the full episode gets posted on our YouTube channel, Let's Connect, as well as on Facebook and on our podcast episode. And all the links will be there for you. So Miami School of the Arts will put the links there for you. So if you don't feel like going to look it up for yourselves, wait till we put it up and just click on it. That's all you have to do. We'll Definitely. put it out there for you. We just Definitely. wanted to spotlight you. you, Glynis. And I'm so glad that you came on and chatted with us. Thank, Thank you. you so much. It wasn't that bad, right? See? <laughs> oh, it was great. Great. I knew it was going to be great. I, I had been listening to you. You ladies, you're wonderful. Oh, you want to the show today? Yes, thank you. Risi, let me know whenever you want to hit anything up that's different. I will definitely yeah. be your tour guide. You better be sure. Oh, for sure. Girl. <laughs> yes. And please, you can come back to this show whenever. Okay. Oh. And we mean that because especially that you have events coming up. Yes. When you do have something coming up, you can let us know. You'll pop back on and we'll talk about it. And you can just, you know, talk about what's coming up. So people know that there is this event that you all need to come to and we'll be happy to spotlight it again and closer to the time. Cause you know, people don't remember stuff sometimes that far into the future. <laughs> so when you have something, you're welcome here. You're welcome. You know, so pop back on and we'll talk about the events that you have coming up, my dear. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And you'll, I'll definitely take you up on that offer. You'll definitely yes. see me again. You ladies have been wonderful. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Glynis. You look beautiful. Have a great evening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So much. I'll be seeing you soon, I hope. All right. Bye. Bye. Reese. Yes. You made it, my dear. Oh, can you tell I'm like going through it? Like, oh. You made it. Yes. You made it. I know you're not feeling well, but you made it. Yeah. It was good today. Absolutely. I'm going to make me another um, cup of tea before I go to bed. But Oh, 
Hi, Adriana. Thank you for joining us. Adriana says, Glynis is, is phenomenal. My daughter is very blessed to have her as her mentor. Oh, oh that's nice. Thank you. That's amazing. What did you see? Oh, she she texted you? No, she's in the live. Oh, I, oh, unless I'm not seeing everybody in the live. Right. She's in the live and she was just chatting with us right now. Um, hey, Tanji. Tanji said hello. Of course, Mama Monica is here. I'm just shouting out some folks. Adriana, um, who um, just mentioned um, that her, her, her daughter works with um, Glynis. Hey, Yvonne Jonas. Hey, girl, we're just shouting you out. So just hi, everybody. So we want to thank you for hanging out with us this evening. Right, Reese? So you yeah. wanna you wanna play our call tag so people know who they were hanging out with? What the who? The call tag. Yep. Player oh. tag, the one with our names, so people know who they've been hanging out with. Our station ID, please. You know that I'm not with it today because I locked on everything. Yeah. I'm so ready for that cup of tea. <laughs> that cup of tea. Cup of tea. A cup of tea. So is it that time for the cup of tea? For those people. I have a cup of tea right now. Those persons that did not know who they were listening to, they just thought they came across two crazy ladies. Well, they did come across two crazy ladies, but let's tell them who these crazy ladies work for. All right, let's see. You're listening to the Let's Connect show with Carolyn Racy, right here on My Turn Radio. That's right, everybody. Yes. Right here on My Turn Radio. So we've come to the end of our show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We love you. We're going to be signing out right now. I'm and as usual. Part of their holiday with us, which is, you know, later yes. than have been anywhere else. Yes. So we thank you all. That's wonderful, Risi. I'm, I'm glad that you said that. Thank you for choosing to spend the time with us today. You could have been somewhere else, but you chose to spend time with us. <laughs> You're doing good, my dear. You're doing good. The problem chat is doing good. Oh, yes. You're doing very well, my dear. But thank you, everybody, for sticking with us and hanging out with us. As Reese said, you could have been somewhere else. Yes. But instead, you chose to be with us, and we appreciate it. We appreciate you for it. We love you for it. Now, come on back next, next week, next week Monday, because we're here every Monday. Can we give them a from- snippet of what's going to be next week, right before? What's next week? Next week is our... We're actually going to interview an actress. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. To come on because it's a face that you're going to see in a popular, you know, so you want to, we're getting there. We're going to grab her before she blow up. Oh, yes. So all I can can say is that she is going to be a part of the remake of BAPS. Remember the BAPS? She's yeah, Baps the movie with Halle Berry. With Halle Berry, and she is going to be in the remix of that. That's all I'm saying. So everybody, 
come if back. If you then. didn't stick with us, you just missed that announcement. So maybe we should have made that announcement earlier to let people know that we have an amazing interview coming up next week with um, a young lady who, an actress who is going to be, she's doing big things, big things, big things. Big things. Big things, big things. We're excited to chat with her. So we're going to chat with her next week. And if you like the movie Baps, you want okay. to well, you wanna pay attention because she's going to be doing the next part of BAPS. All right, everybody. We love you. We thank you for rocking with us this week. Come on back next Monday from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. This is the show called Let's Connect, the show where you find more compassion, more empathy, and less, less judgment. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.